Okay, yeah. All right, we're live. <laughs> God damn it, everybody. Welcome to Two Average Husbands. This is my name is Jake. I'm one of your hosts. I'll let my other douchebag of a host introduce himself. I'm Kyle, everybody. Welcome. Hold on. Oh shit. I'm gonna take the link for this. I'm gonna send it to all of our friends. <laughs> uh, Twitter. I'm gonna go send it to our fantasy league. I'm gonna go send it. Come watch Kyle and I be dumbasses. <laughs> I'm gonna send it there. I'm gonna send it with a million links to this. I'm literally just sending the same shit to everybody. We're doing good so far with the high quality content here, Jake. Hey man, you know what? It's uh, I can edit this as uh, I can edit it, even though it's a live stream. Nobody else is gonna see it live besides the people watching it live. I can go back and edit it later, which is the fucking best Perfect. part of the whole thing. Perfect. Oh man. All right. Well, we don't need to wait for any viewers to get in here. All uh, two of us There's that are viewers. viewers that we're gonna hey, 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 hey. I think we have two. I think that's what that says. Um, let me see. Alan Robinson uh, signed his franchise tag. I know that's not what we're talking about yet today, but that <laughs> happened. Can't wait to trade him. Um, but yeah, let's just get into it, Kyle. So uh, for the first episode, um, we kind of wanted to just talk about how this podcast came to be and how this uh, mustached man and myself know each other. So I know, Kyle, you kind of came into our friend group without me even knowing it at the beginning. Yes. So why don't you talk about that a little bit? All right. I'll start this off and give you guys the, the just of the beginning of this story, which was I was coping with some severe drain from work via playing shitloads of video games uh, all the time, pretty much while I was still living in Florida uh, at the time. So this is what, uh, almost two, almost two years ago at this point, three, even dude, we've been friends for like five years. Fucking a, Oh, I guess that's right. Cause now <laughs> that I think on. it's been more than four, we're definitely getting closer. Shit. Hold on. Hold on. I got to check this. When did Fortnite come out? Because it was shortly after the game came out that my brother told me to play it, which is where the story 2017? Yeah, it's going on four years. Yeah, dude. Fuck, man. Yeah. All right. We will be inching towards five years like at the end of this year. Yeah, that's crazy. But all right. So anyway, <clears throat> I'm playing Fortnite because my brother tells me that this game is everything that you ever want to play. It's so fun. It's the new hotness, right? So I hop in there and I have absolutely zero friends that play this game. So I'm just a loner living my, my loner life. <clears throat> and uh, I hop into a game with a girl named Jess and some other random. And we're just like bullshitting. And this girl was just a hundred times better than me at this game. So she's kicking ass and carries me to a win in the backpack. Throws me straight in the Jansport. And I was like, hey, I need some friends that can help me get some W's in this game. Because I am not good at this at all. And she's like, all right, well, I'm about to go meet up with my buddy Adam. So you should come play with us. And I was like, all right, sweet. So it turns out that it's me, Adam, and Jess playing at first, which I haven't talked to either of them now. For I was going to say, it's been, <laughs> I saw Adam probably over summer 2019, it would have been at softball games because uh, I play softball with him. I went to high school with him. But I mean, I just saw Jess recently at, um, at the, uh, the visitation for our buddy. But that was, the, that was the last, that was the first time I've seen her probably in three years since probably since dane moved i'm gonna because i'm a apparently add right now i'm gonna 
sidetrack this for a second and talk about the fact that because we need something that's going to make us chatty in this conversation throughout every week, uh, we're going to try to demo some beers uh, or some sort of liquor every week when we do this, which will probably be every Thursday. Uh, so I'm going to start off with Founders Breakfast Stout. It's a double chocolate coffee oatmeal stout. That sounds delicious. I have Evil Twin Brewing Imperial Biscotti Break, which is an imperial stout brewed with coffee and with almond and vanilla extracts added. That's pretty damn good. So are you a stout guy generally? Because I know like I always give you I shit for drinking Mick Ultras. I love stouts. So I'm an old man and I'm like a creature of habit. So I drink Michelob Ultra because it's cheap and I like to think that it's going to make me less fat, which it's not because it's the same as everything else. But uh, I was going to say, man, drink ultra, especially as like a gaming drinking beer. It's perfect. Yeah. Wait, um, wait but... till we fucking introduce these people to <laughs> that. We and, and hey, guess what? Now that I since I have the live streaming capabilities on here, we could fucking live stream the drinking game night on <laughs> YouTube. Yeah, we'd have to we'd have to set up OBS and everything to get our game capture. Yeah, but we're going to have to do that. But anyways, um, all right. So back so to the story. Real, real quick, I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna rate the beers and the alcohol that we drink. What's the scale? Ten. Out of ten. Yep, out of ten. No rookie scores. This is delicious. Um, I was expecting something a little bit sweeter. It doesn't, and it's got biscotti in the name, but doesn't taste like biscotti at all. But it's still really, really good. I'll give this like a 7.8. This is actually really good too. I'm actually pleasantly surprised. I've, I've never had that one, but it sounds really good. The chocolate stouts know. are always. Yeah, I think it's weird to call something as a, like a chocolate stout a breakfast stout. I think that's a little weird. I'm sure that's probably normal for people, but. Well, I, I can see it because like a lot of the time with coffee, you get like dark chocolate notes with in it, like it, like really nice coffee. what this is going for. But yeah, this is super good. I would probably give this a 7.2. I've had some really good stouts in my time, but this is this is up there. This is a good one too. I have too. I'll have to see if I can bring if they have it back um, when we come out to visit you guys. I'll have to see if I can bring some of it with us. Um, but there's this one that I absolutely love. It's called Pancake Robots. It's by Penrose Brewing in Geneva, Illinois. If anybody's familiar, and it is a it's a coffee stout, and it's got maple syrup and vanilla in it um, when they brew it, and it literally tastes like it's like a, it's a maple syrup stout. It's so good. It is hands down one of the, the best stouts that I've ever had. And there's another one that's very similar, but with like cinnamon added to it called Bark Lord by Transient Brewing, which I think is out of Michigan. Oh, so good. Apparently we're going to be like just beer sponsors and that's all we're going to talk about. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Evil Twins, Sp sponsor me. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. There's a, there's a Blue Moon seasonal beer that came out before I was old enough to drink, but I drank it anyway. Um, I, I'm going to have to remember what it was called, but it was probably, if there, we're on a 10 out of 10 scale, this is the only 10 maybe that I've ever had. It was so good. But uh, I'll find a picture of it and I'll, when we get I was gonna say, I did, something yeah. else, and I'll tell you what it is. But they don't make it anymore is my point. Damn. It is, and it was the best beer I've ever had. Anyways, back to the original story. So you were playing with Adam and Jess. So yeah, these guys wrote me in, I'm playing a couple games with them and I was like, well, whatever, I'm just going to like hit these people up because I need people that are actually good at this game. So I started playing with the two of them, right? Well, really it kind of ended up becoming me and Adam a little bit at first. 
uh, and Jess kind of fell off because she was playing whatever the fucking story mode's called on that game. Well, then she played with like 12 different, she's like me. She plays with so many different groups of people. Like I've played with four different groups on Tarkov today. <laughs> and I, I played for like three hours and I played with four different groups of people, but that was her. She would always would like, she would bounce, she would play the same game, but just bounce around the people that she was playing with. Yeah. Yep. And so Adam was in school at the time. I think he was like a freshman in college, if I remember right. Maybe he was. A uh, he just graduated, I believe. So probably. He's probably a freshman in college. Then. Yeah, probably probably like second semester freshman year. Yeah. So anyway, he would like pop on every once in a while between school, and I'd hop on after work and play these games. And I was living in Florida, so I was actually no, I was I was the same time zone as you guys. And that's the only time we've ever been in the same time zone. Which is no, were you in the same time zone in Florida? Were you that far? Yeah, we were Central Florida. Gotcha. Central time in Florida in the panhandle. Gotcha. Uh, so anyway, then eventually this guy's like, hey, man, I've got this friend. And I'm pretty sure, like, correct me if I'm wrong. I can't remember if it was Jake or if it was you or if it was Dane first that I met. I, I like think it was it, Dane. I, it was Dane. Because at this time, I wasn't playing Fortnite. When I started playing with you guys is like when I started playing the game. Dude, it's totally possible, too, that it was you. Because I remember Dane didn't have internet for like the longest time. That was we played with Dane before he moved. Okay. So before yeah, I think his, right. inter his internet still, when he lived in Maple Park, his internet was still terrible. Yeah. Um, All right. But so anyway. it was because, yeah, because because Dane and I were playing basically just Apex at the time. I'm pretty sure it was Apex. We were playing some, yeah. it was either that or we were just playing like COD. Oh, you guys were not playing Apex. We played we're Apex right. after Fortnite. 100% you were not playing Apex. Hold on. I got I to gotta search when that game came out now. It, it, you might be right. I know um, you're right. I'm 100%. Oh, yeah. Apex. Oh. Apex was 2019? Okay, yeah, it wasn't Apex. So I don't know what Dane and I were playing. Um, it was it one of the gods, dude. It wouldn't have been H1. It wouldn't have been... Oh, no. So Dane and I hadn't weren't really playing anything. Dane, you guys, it's a, it's a name you'll commonly hear throughout the entirety of our podcast. You'll probably see him join us multiple different times throughout it as well. Um, Dane's my best friend um, growing up, you know, basically from the age of 14 on, um, you know, we were, you know, we're the best of friends. You know, he, he's moved, uh, moved states since. Um, but at the time, we weren't really playing video games at all together because it was right when I built my first PC. So I was playing basically nothing but like Counter-Strike and PC PUBG. So I wasn't, and then, and Dane was playing. Yeah. So Dane was playing with you guys and he was like, yeah. you got to come play Fortnite. This game's so much fun. I was like, the game is so cartoony. I'm never going to like it. This That's game's going to exactly be so I dumb. I was like, this My game, I was like, this, that. I was like, no chance. No I was like, this can't be fun at all. And then sure shit. He's yeah, like, come on. Yeah. yeah. We, we do nothing but play Fortnite for like a year and a half. Pretty much. Pretty much. But anyway, so yeah, I met Dane first and we started playing together. By the way, we we're all on console at the time. We we're all playing PS4. PS4, yeah. Yep. And before we migrated to serious nerd levels uh, with the PCs. But yeah, so we're all playing games. And then uh, long story short, these like this just became my virtual like friend group, which is like part of like the funny part of this podcast is now like we're all super tight friends or at least several of us from that group even though none of us really live in the same states anyway. But yeah, yeah next, uh, we started getting to that and then uh, came into Jake into the role sometime down the road. So I was already kind of friends with uh, Jess, Adam, and Dane for a bit before I met you, virtually, I guess that is. And then we all started, or the two of us kind of branched off where 
uh dane kind of got like wifey'd up and kind of split off and stopped playing as many video games and then adam disappeared into school and jess was doing stuff because she's got kids and shit so it just was like me and jake left out of the pack yeah it was all the time together yeah so from from my so from my point of view um like i said this was around the time i just built my first pc in like late 2015 early 2016 so i was playing basically nothing but pc games you know I, i was grinding Counter-Strike, um, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. I was, I was, um, I was like the max level that you could go on that. I was playing ESEA Pugs on that game. I was like an A minus, which is a really good player. So I was playing nothing but that. And then PUBG came out, and my brother, who had a PC before me, he was playing PUBG with a friend group. Um, some of the guys that you and I have played with Connor um, and some of Connor's family and friends. Um, so we played. We were playing. I was playing PUBG almost exclusively. And then Dane was like, "Hey, you should come play Fortnite. This game's so this game's very similar to PUBG, but it's got building. But and you got to remember, this is like season one Fortnite when like nobody knew how to build. Yep. Still, yep. like building was like best. that was the best Fortnite. Yeah, that was like throw up a wall and a ramp, and you fight off of that, and you just like crouch peek up and down. Um, so I came in, and at first I hated it. I was so bad at it, and I don't like being bad at video games." Um, <laughs> And I, I hated it. So it was like, it took me like him like two months of convincing for me to like regularly start playing this game and get good at it. Yeah. And then I hadn't, I'd only been playing with him and his brothers. Um, and eventually he was like, Hey, um, come play with Jess and um, his, her friend Kyle. And so I was like, okay. Yeah, that's, that's almost exactly how that conversation happened. I remember that now. Yeah. It was literally like, come play with us. I was like, all right, fine. Um, and I, and they were like, Adam just got off. So we have a spot for you. Like, come, come play. And we're like, all right, cool. Um, and then we literally like, that's like the start of our friendship is like, we just started playing then in that group. And then, like you said, you and I were on a lot more frequently than anybody else was. Um, me, for me, that was just because I was working a job at the time, but I was also just in school. So yep. when I was off work, my wife was my now wife at the time, girlfriend was basically just she was either working or she was in school too. So a lot of my free time was spent just playing video games. And you, you know, you and you and Carly, you guys, you know, you were playing video games. She was still doing stuff. You were still like you're working. She's working, but on your free time, you're playing video games. So you're playing video I did games. Not like how much I was playing video games, but yes, I was. Play, I played way more then than I do now. Like it, to an extreme, we played. Yeah, that was. We played a, we played a lot. At like three a.m. playing Fortnite. Just to yeah, play it was. Fortnite. It was something, um, but yeah, so we, and then, so everybody else stopped playing as much and you and I just kept playing. It was like every day, like I would just get on and just join your group. We like, we stopped even just inviting each other. We just would join each other. And you know what I remember actually, now that I think about it is it wasn't Dane. I think I met Dane last. No kidding. It was Tyler. A hundred percent. It was Tyler that I met first. Probably because Tyler, because that was the time where Tyler and Jess or Tyler was, I don't want to say living with Jess, but he was at her house a yes. lot. Cause so yep. yeah. Cause at their house, they play, they played their video games in like their shed. They turned their shed outside. into like a game room. So Tyler would always like hang out there. He'd stay the night there a lot. And so, yeah, so it was definitely, you're right. It was definitely Tyler. Yeah, and as we, I, I got a cheers to, uh, to Tyler from that. Cheers, but yeah, man. So it was definitely, yeah. So it was definitely that. So then that's where Dane came in was, from also playing video games with Jess. Yeah. Because he would and go I over. Think, I, I do think that his internet was just too terrible to play, like when he was still living in Maple Park. So I, it wasn't until he moved out to Reno that I really started playing with him. 
No, so you we played a lot with him. He was doing this. He started doing the same thing Tyler was doing. He started going over to Jess's with Tyler. They literally so Jess, Ethan, Dane, and Tyler were literally all playing like playing video games at the same time in their shed. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, so it was all of us. So it was definitely like all of us. And then we played. We eventually like played more with Dane later. But like you, like we've both said, it was there was probably like a year there where it was literally almost just like you and me playing video games together, literally like every day. Yep. Like unless I was working super late and I just got home and I was like, I'm going to bed. It was. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much, and then. <laughs> You talked about building a PC too, because we were both on console. Like even you at the very beginning, we were still on PS4. Well, that and the, PC. So no, like, I already had. We were like started playing. I think. No, I already had it. It was when Fortnite. I don't think Fortnite was crossplay at the beginning. It was when Fortnite went uh, cross. Was, yeah. yeah. So it was when Fortnite announced crossplay. I was like, I'm gonna play on my PC because I feel like I can do more yeah. with mouse and keyboard than I can with a controller. And I was right. We all uh, hated him for it. You did because, because we, all we heard was this all the time in a playstation headset we're like dude that's the most annoying thing ever and so thing, another thing you'll learn throughout the course of this podcast if you guys ever come back and watch these episodes in the future when we're nice and famous um <laughs> kyle and i are both nerds but we're nerds in different ways so kyle when he built his pc nerded out a ton over the pc parts which i didn't do i not i nerded out over peripherals so like I nerded out over my keyboard, my mouse, all of that stuff. So at the time I had a keyboard. Um, at first I had a Razer Huntsman, which is the Razer. Razer has their clicky switches, which are basically like their version of Cherry MX switches. And it was the Razer Green. So they were super clicky. And then from that, I switched to Otemu Blues in a keyboard, which literally are considered by a lot of people to be like the clickiest, most annoying switch in the world. So, and at the time I'm using not a good, I'm using like an Astro headset mic. In fact, it's here somewhere, but yeah. So it's literally like hanging in front of my keyboard. It's like this and my head is maybe like this far away from my keyboard. Like I, like probably like the beer can size away from my keyboard. So they're just hearing like constant clicks and they like fucking hate me so much. Yeah, and I was like, turn him all the way down or like mute you sometimes. Cause we didn't want to hear it. On t and on top of that, because I was on mouse and keyboard, we were getting into PC lobbies. So everybody yep. was like building, and this is like when building, building started really to pick started, up. Yep. So like everybody was building like crazy. These everybody's like cracked out, has these crazy, crazy aim levels. Oh yeah, you guys were not. You guys stopped playing with me for a bit. You're like we're not playing unless you come back to PS4. So I did, but I used mouse and keyboard on PS4. <laughs> yeah. So where this eventually leads is we're uh, we're kind of just playing, and like we're all like just whatever friends doing whatever you know just playing games together not really knowing each other that well just kind of played games together and then it turns into and i think i'm the one that like initiated this at one point in time i just like i reached out to i believe it was tyler at the time too first or it could have been dane one of the two of them first i was playing with him and i was like hey dude it's like saturday we're playing video games you want to just get like drunk together and we're like yeah sure why not right so i was so, like hey man we've never seen each other's faces before ever like we have no idea what each other looked like any of us but I was like, fuck it. Let's throw, let's go on Snapchat and let's do a Snapchat together. Like, well, it, was, it was house party first. Cause yeah, Snapchat. I wanted to do Snapchat and somebody was like, oh, but let's use this house party app. Cause we can have everybody in there. So we, yeah, we already had been, we had already used house party before we used that yeah. when Dane and I were both in college. Um, we had used it for, with like our friend group. So we would kind of do the same thing. And so, and Dane and I, so where I know where Kyle's going with this, and he's going to talk about the drinking game that we built. Dane and I have had a drinking game associated to video games since 
before we could drink. Like we, the first time we ever did it, Dane was still going to ISU to Illinois state. I visited Dane and we're just, um, I was there on technically like an official visit. So I was meeting with people while so I was there. You to say ISU and say Illinois state as an Iowa person. That is just like, <laughs> I know. Cause you guys think of Iowa state. Um, so basically what had happened was we, I went to visit him and I got a hotel room and we didn't want to stay in Dane's dorm just because in case, like, I don't know, we were just like, let's just go to my hotel room. Like there's two beds there. There's t- like the TV, the internet, the food, whatever. We, we, like, we have everything that we need. So we go there and we were doing this with cod pubs at the time. And we made a rule that was like, every time you die, you have to take two drinks or like a two second drink. Long story short, we play one game of hard point and Dane has to drink like seven beers. <laughs> and so eventually we adapted like this rule set and then I'll let Kyle take it away. But you reached out to Dane. You were like, we always play video games together. We're all bored. Like Dane at the time had moved to Reno and he, he was working, but he really wasn't like, he didn't have like a girlfriend at the time. He didn't have anything that he was really doing if he wasn't working. He was like going to work, going to the gym, coming home, playing video games for nine hours and going to bed and then repeating yeah. it. And the way that it started too was just like, dude, I'm fucking bored. Let's shotgun a beer. And I'm pretty sure it was Tyler first. I could be wrong. And I'm sure somebody, either you or Dane or somebody will correct me eventually on this story. But we get into a house party with just two of us. We're like shotgun and beers together. And I wish I would have taken screenshots of this, especially now. Like, I really wish I had pictures of this stuff because it was fucking just hilarious. It was. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it starts off like we shotgun a beer together. And we're like, oh, shit, this is weird. We're seeing each other's faces. And it's just weird to like, like, there's this weird taboo in general just about making friends online. Right. And which takes place like that plays a huge role in later parts of this story too. But anyway, so Dane moves out to Reno and we're all still playing games together a little bit. Dane didn't have internet at first. He's living in a fucking trailer park where they wouldn't even run internet to his house. Yeah. It was like $2,400 to get an internet yeah. line run. To, I was like, let's start a GoFundMe. I don't even think GoFundMe was a thing there, but I was like, let's, let's crowdfund no, it. Really was. We were I was like, like crowdfund Dane's internet. <laughs> Yeah, of course he, he never did. So Dane's playing on a fucking hotspot with unlimited internet, and eventually, like his internet provider catches on and like throttled this shit. So, <laughs> so Dane moved there in this was 26, 2017, It must have been. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, not like a month after he leaves, my girlfriend at the time, now wife. I'm just gonna start saying wife. Everybody will figure <laughs> it out eventually. Um, my wife Jess and I went to visit him like three weeks a month after he left. And I was like, bro, like, you've got to start playing video games or something with us. Like, when I get back home, like, we have too much fun together. Like, there's a reason we've been friends for so many years. Like, we played travel baseball together. We've gone fishing together. We never got to go hunting together, but we both, like, were, hunt- like, hunted growing up. Like, we both, like, had, like, we were such good friends. I was like, you have to figure this out. And he was like, it's $2,400. And I was like, brilliant idea. Let's go to, AT- you, you're, you have AT&T. Let's go to the store and get you a hotspot. I was like, they'll never, like, you're not going to play that much. Sure, well, shit. It's supposed to be an unlimited hotspot, right? But it was like after a certain amount of usage, just like everything they throttled. Yeah, it was like 30 gigabytes and they then they throttled it. Though, for like three months. Yeah, forever. And he had no, so he had no problems. But yeah, so it was like, we were out there and I was like, fuck it, dude. We're going to AT&T. We're getting you a hotspot. I was like, you don't care what it costs because it's not going to be $2,400 out of pocket to to install a hotspot like you're it's you're gonna have this thing for two years before you hit that same amount of money so anyway so where i was going with this is like two twofold right so we'll get to the drinking game eventually because that's where like things kind of really went nuts but anyway 
uh, Dane moves out to Reno, and Reno is close to where I live. I live in Arizona now. And so I had just moved at the beginning of 18 to this, and he, yeah, I think, the, which does match up. I think he was probably moved at the end of 17 because I moved at the beginning of 18 and I went mm-hmm. to Arizona. And I got out here and I was like, oh shit, Arizona, Reno, like those two things have to be pretty close together, right? Turns out they're not that fucking close. But uh, like, we're, <laughs> I was going to say, it was like a 10 hour, it's like a 10 hour drive, like right? 15 hours, dude. It's Jesus. Like but either way, it like wasn't that close, but I like hit Dane up and we had been playing together for, like over a year now yeah at this point that's got to be almost like coming on a year and a half two years at this point and dane was kind of just chilling by himself in reno like just working and i was like hey dude like you don't have shit out here like just come down and visit man like fuck it let's just like meet up whatever uh which he i can't remember if he like it right away was just like fuck yeah it probably was because it's dane and he's just like yeah fucking a let's do it man and i remember he uh like very initially he was like yeah i told my parents because we like put this little plan together and we're just like, yeah, fuck it. He's going to drive down. He's going to drive straight through from Reno, like 13 fucking hours to stay with us for a weekend. We we're just going to, I can't remember if we ended up going up north that weekend or not. I think we stayed down in Tucson, but uh, anyway, we were like, fuck it. Let's, let's go out in Tucson and just have a good time. So he comes down and he's like, dude, my parents, like, they're not chill with this plan at all. Yeah. Like, they, like, it was like fucking insane. Yeah. His dad literally was like, how do you know this guy's don't not going to fucking kill you? Yeah. He straight up was like, don't go. Like, do not go. This yeah, you did not. Under 100% chance. As if Dane's not the type of guy who could, like, if he got into a bad situation, like, not the type. He could handle himself. Like, yeah, he's, he's not, he's not, not a fucking. Yeah, we're not, like, looking out for teenagers, right? Like, he's an adult. Like, he's going to yeah. be fine. Unless he's, I have, like, like 22, 23. This, yeah, he's, like, 22 or 23 at the time. Like, he's not a big dude. He's probably, like, 5'8", but he's, like. 165 170 he's no offense kyle he's like built more muscular than you are like he was yeah like he's for his size like he was he's strong as hell like at the time i i I was a fat kid at one point i weighed like 240 pounds and dane was like a 160 pound guy and we would get drunk and wrestle in his basement at parties and he would just put me he put me in a fucking pretzel he's got (laughs) i've got 70 pounds on like the man can fucking handle himself and his dad was like, you shouldn't do it. He'll fucking kill you. Well, dude, the best part is, right, like, he eventually comes down and we're all just hanging out or whatever. We go out together. And, like, the next morning, so I think he got here and we wrote, we went out that night because he, uh, we're like, fuck it, man, you're here, let's go. And so we went out drinking. And the next morning, we get up and his dad calls him. And I think I was, like, just waking up or something like that. Well, he went outside my house because he probably wanted to keep this conversation private. But I was like, fuck it, just walked outside anyway. And I was like, yo, what's up? And his dad was like, are you okay? Is he is he weird? Is he creepy? Is he going to kill you? <laughs> it's just like this conversation happening between him and his dad, making sure that he's not like dying down here. But, but yeah, that was kind of like the start of like where we actually all became actual like friends instead of just like internet friends. Yeah. I was going to say that was the, like we had, I would, I would still like, I'm the type of guy where like, if I play video games with you for long enough, you're, you're one of my friends. Um, but yeah, I mean, we played video games together for like almost two years before, Dane came out to visit you guys and it's like in that time is like we had been playing like our drinking game um we had played that on because we had played that on apex we had played that on cod we played that on i think we even played that back on fortnite yeah i'm like relatively sure we didn't start the actual like official rule game though until call of duty right like i think we might have okay to the games but i don't think we had like the list and everything until call of duty that might be just dane and i then because dane and i definitely had it on apex because we just i took the same rules that we had on apex and made them for warzone 
Dude, no, yeah, you're right because you sent me like a picture of like a notepad you had. Like, yeah, well, yeah, just, oh, yeah. I wrote it because I just wrote it at my because one day in class yeah. I was just bored as shit. I'm like, I don't need to know about film studies. I'm a marketing major, so I'm like, take. I'm just writing down the drinking game rules, and I took a picture of it. I texted it to everybody. Yeah, and I was yep. like, I yeah, I was like, yep, these are our rules for our drinking game. But so, yeah, and then after that, uh, like the games never stopped, right? We've always been playing video games ever since then. But Dane came in, we met him, we liked Dane, we all hung out, had a good time. Except for the next night, this story just because it's funny. So we like, we went out last night, we were partying. We don't need to go out tonight. Like let's just stay in, we'll chill, we'll play games. Like our buddies back like with you guys. I think we played games with you guys that night. Yeah, we just fuck around. And it gets to the point where like Dane and I are like fuck it, man. We're not going to like pass out at like 9 PM. And like, everybody was like kind of going to bed. Cause in Arizona, I'm either an hour or two hours behind these guys, depending on when like, right now we're two hours behind. Cause we don't have daily savings. Uh, and so anyway, it's getting late for you guys, I think. And you're all starting to get off. And I was like, dude, fuck it. Let's just get drunk. <laughs> and so we started drinking at my place and I've got a bottle of Oban scotch. And if I pronounce that wrong, whatever, I don't really care. But anyway, we've got Oban scotch. And I was like, I don't really like this shit, man. Like I know everybody has like hype on this stuff, but I, it's not for me. Do you want it? And Dane's like, I'll have a little bit of scotch. Well, he doesn't like pour himself a glass of scotch or like a knuckle of scotch, dude. He's just like, he's just taking slugs. Scotch. So this is a full bottle of scotch. And like, let me, time I like pay attention. He's halfway through this thing already. And it's like an hour in. Let me, and let me make a clarification on this part too. The craziest part of this whole story is Dane for as long as I've known him really only drinks beer. He doesn't do mixed drinks like the entire, like every time I, we went to, so prior to when he visited Kyle, um, the story I was talking about when we went out there and I made him get the hotspot, that was around New Year's of that year. So his girlfriend, um, myself, my wife and him, we went to um, this place called Novi, which is a, it's like a country dance bar in uh, one of the casinos out in Reno. It was $50 for the night. All you could drink until midnight. So we get there at like eight o'clock. I'm drinking like Tito, like Tito's and sodas, Tito's and Red Bulls. His uh, his girlfriend's drinking like top shelf to like Don Julio 1942 and like like Gentleman Jack, like nice Jack Dan or not even Gentleman Jack. It was like the single barrel. So it's like at I mean if you think about it in like restaurant or bar prices, like it's like what they would consider to be like a top shelf whiskey. So, and then Dane's out here drinking fucking Bud Lights. Like, this isn't like, even when he can drink all of the liquor that he wants, the man choo- like would choose a Bud Light over just about anything. I wouldn't be surprised so, if he had never had scotch before this moment in my house. I only, I only know that he did have scotch because one time after the Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup, his dad came home and poured us all a glass of scotch. Like, this, and this was like some expensive shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, like from what I know, the man drank scotch like one time in his life and like a bottle giving me this bottle. And I was just like, I feel bad because I don't want it, but I'm also like not going to let it go to waste and just sit in my cabinet forever. So I'm like, fuck it, dude, do you want some of this? And he just pulls it like fucking chugs, basically a bottle of scotch. Yeah. And a bottle like Oban is like, I don't know if it was the 12 or the 14, but like Oban 14 is like a $70 bottle of scotch. Yeah, and the man so just like gave it to me because I like had uh, just gotten done with a, like a program that I was in, and like just finished up and graduated. And he was like, "Hey, dude, congratulations, man! Here's this gift." And it was like a nice bottle of scotch. <laughs> Dane's just drinking it like it's fucking Bud Light. Yeah, I mean, he just he, the man has a has a go button. His, his brakes don't work so good though. Well, that's where we're going with this. Is like to make this already super long story a little bit shorter is. 
I'm sitting there, like I run to the bathroom or something. I come back and Dane's got like a PlayStation headset on. It's actually like sitting behind me somewhere because I use it on my PC too. But anyway, he's wearing this headset and he just falls over, just dead ass asleep, still in the game. Like he hasn't died. He's just playing this game, <laughs> sitting on the ground asleep with this fucking headset and mic still on. And I'm pretty sure we were actually, I think Tyler was with us still that night too. But I think he was like talking to Tyler and he's just like, is he awake? I like took the headset. And I'm just like, hey, I fell asleep, dude. But. That, Dane has a history of doing that. There was a New Year's that he was at my house. Oh, oh that one's fucking delicious. I love oh, Midnight Run. I uh, love yeah, West Midnight, Brewing, Midnight Run. Run. Coffee Stout, another one. I Stout love that one. Apparently, this episode. I, hey, it turns out even though you drink uh, shitty light beer, um, we both have really similar tastes in the craft beers that we drink. We'll try um, to do like themes, like I said, for this or something. Do stouts this time and something else next time. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so we were at, um, it was at my house. This was a couple of years ago for New Year's. Um, it was probably three years ago at this point. Um, I think it was the last New Year's that he still lived in Illinois. We yeah. were playing drinking games all night. My dad comes downstairs and is playing beer pong with Dane. But instead of letting Dane just like, so we don't play beer pong like a lot of people do. We don't put beer in the cups just because that's fucking gross. Um, so we just put beer in the cups. It's pretty fucking gross. Yeah. Like if you don't put, if you put beer in your beer pong cups, like you don't need to worry about Corona type shit. Like, so like anybody out there, shout out to my Black Hawk County homies where I grew up. But uh, Black Hawk County had the highest STD rate in any county in, <laughs> in Iowa. <laughs> and so I think it started in Iowa that actually that, uh, people were like there was like a study done on beer pong specifically because so many people were getting fucking sick and shit from beer pong that they were like stop fucking putting beer in these cups you disgusting people you're yeah, getting that's... sick because you're sharing cups with like 40 people at a party i'm just now realizing as i'm sipping this that it's like 12 percent alcohol which is just i love it i'm gonna give this one by the way like a seven one you have to it's good but it's pretty good you have to really like coffee to like that one. I, I think love coffee. I drink coffee every day. Do you I drink black coffee? As as my breakfast beer. Yeah. Oh well, then never mind. Maybe I, it's been a, it's been a while since I've had that, so maybe I'm misremembering how it tastes. But um, regardless, it's just not blowing my mind. But anyway, so we play just with the cups uh, full of water, um, and that way you don't have to like refill. You don't have to go through the effort of like refilling them or anything like that. It just makes the night a whole lot better. And we just make the rules so if somebody makes it, you just have to drink. Like you just take like a three, like two or three second sip. It's the same as if you're drinking the beer out of the cup. You just actually get to drink your own beer. Um, but my dad was like, no, Dane, you're taking shots of crown vanilla or rum chata every time that you make it. And so the way that we, we play is you partner up with somebody. So instead of like alternating drinks. So I was basically playing against Dane. So everyone that I made, Dane had to drink. I made all 10. So Dane had to take like 10 shots of rum chata slash crown crown vanilla in like one game. So fast forward like an hour, he's fucked up. The New Year's ball drops. We're all clapping. Dane literally is standing next to me. He leans over and goes, hey, what are we clapping for? <laughs> I'm like, okay. What are we clapping about? So at the time we were in my parents' basement because my parents threw the party. So on one side of the basement was the TV. On the other side is we're playing all the games. So we go back to the other side after the ball drops and we're playing Circle of Death, Ring of Fire, King's Cup, whatever you call it, um, depending on where you're from. And he is sitting on like, you know, those little Ottomans you can buy where the top of it flips up and you can use it for storage. Yeah. 
So we have one of those and he's sitting on top of that. He just looks at me and goes, Hey, can you hold my beer? And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking he's just going to go to the bathroom or something. So I take his beer. I look over at him after I grab it and he just is sitting there and just falls backwards off of the ottoman out, <laughs> out. And, and then to make the story even funnier, he woke up the next morning with a sweatshirt on his pants because he woke up, felt it, thought it was sweatpants and just pulled it on. And it was literally just like a hoodie. Nice. But yeah, so Dana has a history of just sitting there and just falling asleep. Dude, I, uh, I'm not surprised. It was like the most natural thing for him ever. He just slowly, casually just sleeps with his fucking headset on. It had to be the most uncomfortable shit ever. This is a bulky fucking headset. And he just passed out on top of it. Like nothing. Hey, man. I've never when been you- in a situation, I don't think, where I've ever been like that 100 to zero where I like didn't get myself at least semi-comfortable before I passed out. I, I tell that story in a future time me, but like I had a nickname for the shit, like the routine that I had for like when I'd get super fucked up and knew that I was going to throw up that night. And like I said, I'll save that for a later time, but it is because I would always make myself at least in a position where I knew I was going to be semi-comfortable and not have to hopefully clean up all my puke, which I haven't going to test the fact that that's not <laughs> I have a distinct feeling this is going to be very similar to the story of one of my friends, um, but I'll save that for whatever episode we end up talking about that. But yeah, so uh, to get back to like the original story that we're telling about our friendship. I keep trying to say like, say like make a long story short, but this is definitely not a short story. The more, no. I, talk, the more I realize that this is probably going to be the whole episode, like we're probably fuck, just going to tell this story. Fuck it. It's, it's our podcast. <laughs> we can talk as long as we want. Who cares? Um, so, uh, so that's the first time that Kyle met Dane. Um, and this was like, what, what we say, like, tw- like late 2018, 2019, early, like early mid 2019. I want to say it was summer. When I came up there, you talking about when, when you no, when you, when you met Dane, it would have been sometime in 2018, dude. Like, okay. So 2018. Like the end. So in the beginning of 19, but I doubt it. Cause it wasn't, it was definitely summer. So yeah, so it was probably like summer 2018. So um, fast forward, everybody goes back home. We keep playing the shrinking game that we're talking about. So this is, this becomes like a ritual for us. Like every couple of weeks, we'll we'll all get together online. You know, hop into Discord and we're playing Apex. We're playing Warzone. Um, so and we play this drinking game, and this drinking game inevitably leads to us always getting fucked up and me going to bed earlier than everybody else because I live an hour to two hours in front of everybody. Doesn't so matter. we all at the same time. He's just a baby man. He passes out. I go to bed at 2 a.m. It's not my fault that it's midnight for you guys. I live in Illinois, by the way, if we didn't say that. I live in central, like uh, north central Illinois. So for me, it's 2 a.m. And these guys are like, oh, you pussy, you go to bed so early. I'm like, it's 2 a.m. I was like, this is four hours later than I normally go to sleep. Okay, give me a break. Um, but fast forward to this is summer 2019. And Kyle randomly hits me up and goes, Hey, I'm going to Riot Fest. You want to come? Like, you want to come for a day? And I yeah, was like, Yeah, that's the right time. Yeah. And I was like, Fuck yeah. Let, like, yeah, why not? Like, we, so Kyle, I'll for a second just to preface this. So, uh, like, I knew I've got family in Illinois too. Like, I'm not from there. I'm from Iowa, but I've got family that lives in Illinois. And my brother, uh, when we still lived in Iowa, and I can't remember if my dad had moved out to Illinois or not yet. Doesn't matter. Anyway, no, I know he hadn't. He had not moved out there so my brother is like hey dude there's this concert called riot fest or this festival 
uh, like an alternative rock music fest. I guess if you want to put it that way, it's probably not the right genre way to put it. I mean, that's what I call it. There's, there's like, you have like ska bands, you have like your, like some heavy bands play there, some like metalcore bands and stuff will play. And then you have like your emo rock bands. So I would say like alternative is probably like a really good way to describe it. So anyway, uh, my brother had gone the year before he went 20 or so this was back in high school for me, I think. Or maybe I was like a freshman in college. Anyway, he had gone the year prior and he's like, hey, bro, like I'm going to go to Riot Fest again this year. I'm probably going to do this shit every single year. You should come with us this year. And I'm like, all right, sweet. So I go in and I check it out. And we had a great time. It was just so much fucking fun. I love Chicago. I love everything about that city. And like we had just a ton of fun there. And so we came back and then it was a few years later. I ended up moving out of state and everything like that. And we're gone. And my brother hits me up and he's like, hey, dude. Because I think Riot Fest, if I remember right, falls right around my birthday. It's like, yeah, it's like... No, it's late summer, so it's getting closer to my birthday. But I was like, hey, man, I'm going to... Here he goes, do you want to come to Riot Fest again? And he had been going like five years in a row at this point. And I was like, yeah, dude, sure, let's go. And that's when I reached out to Jake. And I was like, hey, dude, I'm going to be in Illinois. Like, at this point, we still had never met. But I was like, fuck it, bro. Like, I'm going to be at Riot Fest. You want to just come out and like go to Riot Fest? I'll give it back to you, but... Yeah. So I'm like, fuck yeah. So I'd been to Riot Fest before, like back when I was in high school. So this was probably like 2013 or 2014, but it'd been a few years since I'd gone. Um, my wife and I and Dane and uh, like a bunch of our friends, we go to Country Thunder every year. Um, as you can tell, I have a very uh, eccentric music taste where I listen to a little bit of everything. Um, but we went to Country Thunder every year. I'd gone to like multiple other festivals. So I'd gone to like North Coast in Chicago. I'd gone to... Um, Oh, I'm blanking on it now. There's another um, like electronic music festival that happens in Chicago, Spring Awakening. Um, I've been to like Somerset. I've been to Bonnaroo. I've been to a lot of a lot of music festivals. So I love festivals. I love going to them. So I was like, fuck yeah. Like it's in Chicago. It's not that far from me. And so Kyle's like, all right, here's where I'm staying in Illinois. Like I'm going to be at my dad's house. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. And he's like, what? I'm like, you literally like my town, there's a bridge and there's the town that his dad lives in. So he's going to be staying like, literally 10, 10 minutes from me. So he's coming out there. I forget what night of the week it was, but you get there. And I was, so our, a bunch of coworkers and I, we were playing in a cup in hand kickball league. So it's a, it's kickball, but you have to have a cup of alcohol in your hand the entire time. I tell Kyle about this game. So Kyle shows up thinking he's just going to oh, like, so watch he tells his- me, he goes, Hey man, I'm in a kickball league. I can't hang out the night you get here. Cause I'm, I got shit going on. He's like, you could come like if you want, but you don't have to. Like, no I was like, we can hang out, but it'll have to be after. Like, we can go out after. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, I was like, dude, fuck it. I'm not doing shit. Like, I almost missed my flight. I don't need to tell the whole story there, but like, I got to the airport to go to Illinois, and it's like, if I didn't make this one flight, I was gonna basically miss half the festival. So it would have been like no point in even going. And they were like, hey, your connection flight is gonna be within minutes, and you have to get there from. Uh, I think I went through Dallas. They're like, you have to get to this other air, like. Uh, or no, it was, yeah, it was fucking Dallas. Like you have to drive, yeah. go all the way the fuck across the terminal to get to this other plane in Dallas, and there's no way you're gonna make this connection. Like you, you're not going to make it. Like you, so you can either take this plane and risk it, or you can go tomorrow. Uh, then you'll have an overnight connection in Dallas, and I was gonna miss the whole fucking festival. And so I was like, no, fuck it, I'm taking this plane. I'm gonna try to figure it out. And so I'm on this plane. It's like half empty on the way to Chicago, and then. Uh, the stu- or the flight attendant was like, yeah, you can sit in the front, like so you can like rush out of here because they couldn't get me on a different flight. They already had told me there was no other options, and so I'm sitting there watching the flight updates, like for American. I think I was on American Airlines. I was gonna say you're probably the sitting there just flight. like, 
staring like, oh, at it, freaking out. Spread, ready to tear out. And all of a sudden, I see that my next flight gets delayed 10 minutes. So I have 10 minutes, if everything goes perfectly, to make it from one plane to the next in order to get on that plane, probably at the last minute of boarding in order to get to Chicago on time. And so literally, it's me and this other dude gets put, moved to the front, too. And he's like, hey, man, you going to Chicago? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you got to catch this flight, too? And I was like, yeah, dude. And he's like, we're running together. And so me and this fucking dude, the plane parks. I didn't have a uh, check bag. I just had my carry-on. So me and this dude, like, grab backpacks and just fucking tear through the airport and get there literally right as they're, like, boarding group nine or whatever the last group and got on the plane. So super lucky that we haven't made it. So I'm just stoked to even be in a town. And then Jake's like, yeah, bro, like, I have shit going on. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to this music festival. It's not like I have any, like, actual. Yeah, it's not like you're doing anything. So fuck it. I'll show up. This motherfucker shows up and I go, hey, we had four people not show up. We need you to play. So we give this man a jersey, fill up a cup of beer, and he just we go out and we play and we win. We win the well, kickball. I was like, I was like, you mean anybody can just join this team? And he's like, Yeah, dude, like we have to have like, like tonight is the night, or that was the night you had to submit your yeah, roster. That was the night, that was the last night of roster. So we put your information on there. Yeah. We were only allowed to have like so many people who didn't live in district. So we were like Fuck it. Say you live with me. You're my roommate. Uh, I think Girl. I have my dad's address maybe even to you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Either. It was like, yeah, I live in the district. And so. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So we play this kickball game. We win. Fun fun fact. We went undefeated, even though COVID ruined our season. Or not COVID. It was like a winter storm. And then it rained. And they were like, we're not going to play. You guys can go play wiffle ball. No, we won. We're getting our championship hoodies next week, son. What? Um, but yeah, so we win. I brought this thing, like this event up this like day several times to you to like people that are like I'm around now. I'm like, you guys, we have to find this fucking beer kickball league somewhere near. It was so much fun. We had a we, super they, good time. They like that. expanded it. Now it's on like four different nights. Apparently it was super popular. Um, yeah, but yeah. So I just make Kyle play this fucking cup and hand kickball game with us. And then the rest of the night unfolds and we go to a bar and it like, it was literally like is, my dad went to kickball too. And my brother, like all three of us went to this kickball yes. game. And like none of us, they're like, who's this guy? And I was like, oh, it's my buddy from video games. And they're like, what the fuck? And so, like, what the fuck me. are we doing? And then they meet me, love me, by the way. And it's funny because like my dad and brother were like, I'm not playing that shit. And then literally later on down the road, my dad was like, dude, so uh, you know that kickball thing you took me to? Like, can you give me the information for that? Because I want to yeah. start my own league. I'm like, dad, you're like in your fucking 50s. And he's like, doesn't he matter. I want to go play kickball with my boys. He texted you to get like the schedule. So I sent you the yeah. schedule. He randomly showed up to another game where, again, we had like nine people not show up. The minimum you can play with is five and we had four. So we're, I'm literally like, hey do you want to play? I was like, you don't have, like you can kick and just get yourself out. Like you can play. You don't really even have to play the field, like just stand there. And he was like, of course we won both games that night too. But yeah. Like your dad, dad comes to play kickball. He meets you more times than I do. Yeah, literally. And, <laughs> but anyway, so that night we go to a bar, we're like the only people in the bar. We fucking yep. drink the bar dry and Oh God, it was. And it just led to like three days. So like the next day we all got breakfast together so we yep. went and got food, and then you went to the festival. I had some, I had some work thing I had to do that day, so I did yeah, that. And then festival, so he missed the first day, and then ended up like I hit him up, and I was like, "Yeah, you should get a day pass and come to the third, the second. Yeah, day. so I, so I came, I got a day pass. I came to the last day. I came to day three. Yeah, um, and yeah, we went there. Um, we were all excited for taking back Sunday, and then they played a bunch of new <laughs> shit. And we were all really disappointed. Yeah. 
We played it. Yeah, they played all their old shit. It was everything was new. We had no idea what the fuck they were even singing. And like the whole, so the whole, the, the part that I probably have never even told you is the whole day I planned out which bands I wanted to see and then went and saw like none of them because I just went wherever you and your brother went because I was like, I don't Dude, know anybody here. Like, I, I don't really talk to my brother ever about it either, but my brother always has like this set schedule in his head and I just follow him around. Yeah. So I was like, like hey, bro, I really want to go see this band. And he's just like, no. Nah. No. So like yeah. this, at this last one that you, that you met us at, there was a, who sings YMCA? Why am I blanking on that right now? Uh, the village, uh, the village people, the village, yeah, boys, the village, people. village people, village people. Yeah, right. And I pulled this up. I'm pretty sure it's the village people. Yeah, village people. All right. So I was anyway, like, I'm pretty sure I know this. Fucking village people. We're at Riot Fest, <laughs> and so we were like, I was like, dude, we gotta go see the village people. We gotta go see the village people. That's the one like I forced him to go see because it was just gonna be hilarious, and it was. It but, was. It was great. We ended up hanging out for Village People for a while, and I was like, "Dude, there's another great band that I really want to go see." And my brother was like, "No." Okay. Yeah, he's like, "We're here." And so we, we stayed at fucking stay. Village People the whole time. And I miss it because I, I do this exact same thing you do, where I'm just like, "All right, I'll fine, fine, I'll stick with your schedule." I know. Literally, you and I could have just been like, "Let's go," because you you and I have a, probably a closer taste in music than you and your brother or me and your brother. Yeah. So like, I probably would have loved whatever bands that you wanted to go see. Yeah, but probably yeah so like that ended up being our day like we both we got drunk fell asleep took a nap for like two hours went and saw like the main headliners and then we went home and then yeah literally we were both just like <sighs> well we had been like drinking like big beers like periodically throughout the day too so we're just super dehydrated but and beers, bio brick brb <sighs> all right so i get to uh so to monologue here so yeah it was a great festival um it was a great time um Anybody who actually watches this, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, but yeah, so like long story short, um, the next morning we end up going to breakfast and now in a few months here, once COVID clears up a little bit, we're all fully vaccinated. Uh, my wife and I are going to visit Kyle and his wife. Um, so that should be a good time. We'll probably do a live stream while we're there. Um, you'll get to see us in the same spot. Get probably... Honestly, by the time we do that episode, um, we'll be in person drinking probably all day. Um, so you'll see us really, really drunk if you don't see us really, really drunk in other episodes of this podcast. Um, if you guys have any suggestions on topics that we talk about in the future, leave them in the comments. We will definitely um, consider different things. Um, you're going to see later on in this episode, too, as we continue to go. Um, this, these podcasts are probably going to be like an hour and a half or two hours, honestly. Uh, but they're going to continue. We're going to have different topics that we talk about later on. Um, each of us are going to bring a couple different topics to the stage and um, we're going to talk about different things. Um, but yeah, you know, it's uh, that it was a great festival. We saw some really good bands. Um, I'm going to talk about the uh, 2021 Riot Fest when Kyle gets back here. Um, assuming, you know, COVID's a little more calm and we can, you know, make a music festival happen. A lot of really good bands in this one. A lot of bands I'm really looking forward to. Um, it should be a good time. But yeah, um, as I continue to drink this beer, um, it definitely opens up a little bit the more that you drink it. Um, it it's a, you know, it's definitely, you can definitely tell it's about 12% alcohol, um, but so it's delicious. My lesson that, like, since we're going to actually do podcasts regularly, that I need to like go to the bathroom before we start so I don't leave you awkwardly to yourself. I just, mon I just monologue the whole time. I was talking about like, that we saw a bunch of really good bands then. I was talking about like, we went to breakfast. The same beer. It's the same one. Oh, gross. Bro, I got my COVID. I got my COVID. I got my COVID oh, shot right. today. I can't COVID get too, round two. Co round two. I can't get too messed up. I, I gotta tomorrow's already look. You know, I'm hoping this boy is gonna feel like shit tomorrow. Knock on wood. So feel like absolute dog shit. So my mom is a pharmacy tech, and she was telling me that 
for the most, if you get through like the first 12 hours without really any symptoms that you're, it's normally not too bad. So I'm hoping I, I'm, I'm at like six hours right now. I'm hoping I have tomorrow off of work. So like, even if I don't feel great, it's not a big deal. Um, but like, you know, I have to, I'm prepared to not feel good tomorrow, but I'm also prepared to sit on my ass and play video games all day tomorrow. So I haven't talked to a single person yet that hasn't had some sort of impact next day. Everyone's like, dude, I felt like shit or I felt like I got hit by a truck or I couldn't like stop sleeping or something. So my mom's second shot was like that where she got pretty fuckered up. Um, we think she had COVID at some point though. So that's another thing I've heard is like, if you had it, yeah. your response to it is worse. Um, we can, and we can and should just uh, save this for like an entire topic. We can talk about it. Uh, COVID vaccinations and like experience. Oh, we will. Because fucking people are pansies and don't want to go get their COVID shots. So we can talk about that as a whole other topic. For- we, we we definitely will. Uh, but I wanted to, uh, before we move on from this, like just talk about the uh, 2021 Riot Fest lineup real quick. Because holy shit, this is oh, so much so this is so much better than the one that you dragged, than the 2019 one. I dragged you, he said. I, yeah, you dragged me. Can we also talk about how this, so my wedding date was September 18th, 2020. Obviously, with it being a COVID wedding, we were going to plan something else for this year. I was like, babe, Kyle and I want to go to Riot Fest. But it falls on our, like, when we were going to do our wedding thing. She's like, we can do it a different day. We got married on the day we wanted to. So, like, Y'all, find a wife who will let you go to a music festival instead of celebrating your wedding a second time. It's literally like, so it's always in September or yeah, August, usually August, September time frame, but September, yeah. My birthday. For some reason, I was thinking it was actually late July, so I was definitely wrong. That's Country Thunder. Country Thunder is normally late July. So anyway, Riot Fest is dope, and now they're like, they have like two years worth of funding built up, and they're going to have just an amazing 2021, so yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I mean, like you look at the headliners. So, My Chemical Romance, Smashing Pumpkin, Run the Jewels, Pixies. Um, you know, you look at like the other bands in there. Other bands in there that like I really want to see: Coheed and Cambria. Like they were one yeah, of my the first bands. Thing to me is that that's not a, like a headliner. I mean, Coheed and Cambria is like literally a second line name on this list. Yeah, but I mean, like if you look at it, so like Coheed and Cambria is probably like co-headline or like second headlining the night of either Smashing Pumpkins or My Chemical Romance. So like. If that's the night that worked in their schedule, like when you look at those two bands, especially like Smashing Pumpkins is from Chicago. They're like a Chicago staple amongst alternative music. Like, of course, they're going to be there. And My Chemical Romance is literally like one of the biggest like emo alt rock bands of all time. Like I can I can I see it. I just don't think of them that way. Like I honestly think Coheed and Cambria is a significantly better brand. Or better I, brand. I, I do too. I was about to say like, like Taking Back Sunday sitting as like a secondary band to these other people too. Like. Again, I think it's the Chicago thing. So they're like, I would say that Coheed and Camry is probably based on, especially like how they have this lined up, like Coheed and Camry is probably on the night of My Chemical Romance. So My Chem, of course, is going to be the headliner. Smashing Pumpkins, Taking Back Sunday is going to fall backseat to them because of the Chicago thing. Um, but then like you look at some of the other things like, so like Coheed and Camry, I'm super stoked for. They were literally like one of the first bands that I started listening to that wasn't like your, like your, I, I guess like I've heard it called on TikTok, like corporate punk. So like the bands that were like, edgy and emo but they were like kind of still like you know your all-american rejects your you know rate like bands that still get radio play um so then like taking back sunday i hope for fuck's sake that they play like give me make damn sure give me cute without the e cut from the give like me give me the give me the good exactly that was the, the fucking worst part about them headlining is we waited all day we were so stoked and we're like yep. we this new album came out like a week ago, oh, we I haven't found heard that that's any like a of consistent it. thing with uh, with Riot Fest. Is I've been super, super disappointed in the headliners that I'm excited for. 
So like the headliner doesn't even go on until like 10 p.m. or later, sometimes 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Yeah, it was super late. It was dark and by the time they went. It's always on. that way at Riot Fest. And the first two times I went, Blink-182 was the headliner, like late headliner. And both times, Blink-182 was fucking terrible. That's what I heard. I, I saw Blink like, when they were at Tinley Park and they were really good. But Dude, I heard everybody that I've ever talked to has told me, even like as they've gotten like older in their career, that Blink One Eighty Two is an amazing show for them. And I still have seen that. Yeah, show. like when I went, it was good. it was so good. It was that's great. So weird. Oh, fucking hate. Right. Yeah. So like you look at amazing bands at Riot Fest, but that's a huge tangent. We could yeah, <laughs> we could probably do a whole episode on like fucking Riot Fest experiences. But that'll be a whole episode. Is like music festival <laughs> experiences, the good yeah. and the bad. Um, but then like Lupe, so Lupe Fiasco, like he's a legend in like the hip hop industry. Like, it'll be cool to see him. Vic Dude, Mensa. Way, I think to, uh, shout out to Lagunitas Brewery for fucking being dope in Chicago. That's like my number one. I have to stop there when I go to Chicago. I love Lagunitas so much. Next, next episode. We could do uh, literally just six different Lagunitas. Like when we record. Yeah. Any of them. Well, and uh, there's other like Chicago brands too. Like goose, like we do like a whole goose Island. Super good, yeah. Um, if you haven't had it, um, I'm, I'll try and bring you a bottle. It's their, their bourbon stout. So it's a stout that they age in bourbon barrels. It's, oh, it's so fucking good. Any stout from Goose Island. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll try and bring it if we can, uh, get it down there when we come visit you. But like, yeah. then you start, like you look down the list here and there's some really deep, like all American rejects, newfound glory, simple plan, thrice circus survive. You have made a parade, made a parade. Like a band that like fucking changed, literally like changed the way I looked at music and life in general. And they're like the fourth line from the bottom. Like Dude, they're the craziest part about this is that there's 34 unfilled slots. Yeah, they haven't even announced the second and final waves yet. And those the final waves are the ones that come in, and you're like, holy shit, they're gonna be Dude, here. They're, yeah, they're like negotiating contracts last minute with these bands still, and they end up pulling in some huge names on last minute contracts. Yeah, I mean, like you even look at like the last so like those in those last four lines, like Thursday saves the day, like old school, like post-hardcore bands that are super good. Meet me at the altar, fucking white lung, like fucked up. Like, there's so many good bands that are not headlining. Like you don't get that at other music festivals. Like at Country Thunder, you probably don't recognize the name on there at all. But Radkey's on there on the bottom line. I was there there the first year I was there, and Radkey is super good. Not only say I don't think I've ever listened to any of their music. They have great music, and they put on a really good show. Radkey was fucking awesome to see it live. In well, now I'll check them out before I go see it. but yeah, like so at other music festivals, like Country Thunder, for example, the first two people that play every day, you've never fucking heard of. The third person, like they're famous, but they have like one song that's really good. And then the rest of the stuff is like they do covers or they're like, you know, they're songwriters who are like getting their break. And they're like, so you're playing songs that you've never heard of. And then like you get the pre-headliner, the pre the, the pre-pre-headliner which is typically pretty good. The pre-headliner, which for me in a lot of situations is better than the actual headliner and then the headliner, but that's it. Whereas like for this, like the fucking 11 a.m. bands slap. They're like the 11, like I want to be like at Riot Fest, I want to be there the whole day. At Country Thunder, we just drink until 5 p.m. when the good bands start coming on. Like we very rarely go to the early shows. And so I'm going to pull this up too because it's just something that deserves to be talked about in terms of if you're going to talk about like a country festival that like has no business being a country festival and let me pull up the lineup for last year because the lineup for this year isn't like really filled out at all yet 
supposed to be 2019 because of COVID. But the Jones County Fair in Jones County, Iowa has no business being as fucking awesome as it is. And it is so freaking good, dude. The fucking bands that they pull in. Are- no, it that bro, that's gotta be just county fairs. Cause like the there's there's so there's like one county fair in Illinois that everybody goes to, regardless of whether you're whether you're from the county or not. The Sandwich County Fair. And they're they're just like that. Like they pull like old Dominion, like Rascal Flats, like these massive fucking headliners for like a town of like six thousand people. Yeah, dude, some people would probably just be like I don't give a shit about these bands, but for so far for 2021, they have like Dan and Shay, Gavin DeGraw, Zach Brown band, Kane Brown, Midland, King and country. Let's go. Like so many huge. Let's, let's go. Let's like, go to Iowa. Kind of, <laughs> dude, honestly. So I've been to this twice, which is the reason why I bring it up. Cause I had a buddy that was from this, this town that I worked with when I was in college. And he's like, Hey bro, you got to come back to like where I'm from and go to this, this Jones County fair. And I was like, why the fuck would I want to do that? There is Jones County. It's in Monticello. I'm trying to look here. So my family, I we had a lake house in Iowa for a bit, but I think our so where it's our lake house was, it's between Dubuque and Cedar Rapids. Yeah, so so that was a that was a couple counties northwest or northeast of where we were. We were in Montezuma, um, so I've got a little experience. I've got experience with Iowa. My family's huge Iowa fans. Like my dad grew up in the Quad Cities, so you know his family spent a lot of time in Iowa growing up, but. I've still never heard of this county fair, and they're pulling fucking better bands than like some Dude, like big music customers do. This guy hit me up and was like, "You gotta go!" Like, and so four of us that worked together ended up going down the first year, and then uh, the second time I went, uh, I had met Carly at the time, so her and I went uh, when we were dating down to the Jones County Fair and went again, and it was it's hands down like the best county fair I've ever been to. It's a so, ton of fun, and at the time it was pretty easy to like sneak into parts of the fair, so like. You didn't really have to pay for it. You could see these huge, great bands. I was gonna say, like, when we went, we were just we just told the people at the gate that like we had allergic reactions to the bands or to like the wristbands that they used to get in. So they just let us in. We just never had the wristbands, but we were, <laughs> we're just like, so way, and I, I probably shouldn't call it out. This is probably still a trade secret for people, but the way that it happened when uh, when we went was they had like those really, really shitty, like poorly stuck wristbands. Mm-hmm. So you could just peel off somebody else's and like pass it through the gate. This is my cat, by the way, he's just hanging out right here. But uh, he, that you could just pass it through the gate. And then if you like walked up to the people at the gate and said like, Hey, my wristband fell off. They would just put a new one on you. <laughs> then you could just like stick gum onto the wristband and fucking walk right into this place. It was crazy. Like how that, easy it was to get this shit for free. That's what we did at country thunder one year. We had a, we had, so inevitably with our group at country thunder like most of us stay the full five like we call it it's it's a four-day festival but you the campgrounds open up on the wednesday so it's a thursday through sunday but they open up on wednesday and they don't close until end of day monday so most of us stay for the whole time but there's inevitably a few people who they have work or they have other commitments or whatever so they can't stay so we had like four friends who left and two friends who were coming up and just wanted to come for one day so we cut their wristbands off and these were the wristbands that have like the RFID scanners in them so that they can like scan you as you go in. So they cut the wristbands off. So what we did is we cut it, we burnt the like the excess strands yeah, off, yeah. super glued it together and just put that part under the RFID reader. So <laughs> then like we put them on our friends list, we super glued them together and just held them there. And then they were fine. Slide the little th- the RFID strip over it and then they can just go in and get scanned. Dude, when you're like a broke college student, you get so creative with like how to have, like have cheap fun. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's great. 
I've done more MacGyver shit as a broke college student than I have like in my entire life. By the way, I opened my second beer and um, because I'm not as cool as Kyle, uh, I have this, the, I just bought a four pack of the one beer. So I, so Kyle living in Arizona has access to uh, this amazing Total store called Total oh Wine. God. Total Wine's available. I know it's available in the South. It's available on the, the, co- the West Coast over there. But in Central, we have Binnie's, which is also an amazing establishment. Don't get me wrong. But Binnie's Total Wines are pretty similar in their, their stock store to store. Binnie's are very dependent, from my understanding anyway, very dependent on what the, the area that they're in buys. So the area that I'm in apparently doesn't buy craft beer because the selections were fucking terrible for like a build your own six pack where like I literally, it was between this beer and another beer. I almost spent the same amount of money on a two pack of beers because I really want to try the brewery. Um, so for the record, Total Wine is definitely expanding. I just wanted to look it up quick just for people that don't have that. Uh, but there's some in like Minnesota, Wisconsin. They're all over now, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah. Total Wine is definitely spreading out. So like as like a sheltered Iowa person stuck in the Midwest for literally a majority of my life, uh, Total Wine wasn't a thing. So when somebody introduced me to that shit when I moved down here, I was like, holy <laughs> fuck, this is great. Yeah. I mean, like even so Benny's is like the big name like liquor store that we could go to, but there's a couple other smaller ones that we know of by us that I'm going to try too. They seem to have a better selection with like their grab and go or like their build your own stuff. Like this, this Benny's literally had like, it had Lagunitas and Goose Island. And then like a couple random, like if I wanted to drink stouts, which is if I'm drinking beer for the, we haven't talked about this yet. We'll probably do a whole episode on it, but like, I really can't, I can't drink a lot of beer because I get kidneys. I get really bad kidney stones and gout and stuff from it. Like really bad genetic conditions. It's that so massively, but it's like the most old man fucking sickness. Of Literally. It's just like such a fucking normal thing for me to say. And it's like a thing 80 year olds get, um, but like, I can't drink a lot of beer. So when I do drink beer, I really only like to drink things that I really like, which are stouts. Um, I'd like, I like other stuff too. I like sour beers, I like red ales. There's a lot of uh, that I will drink and you'll see that on the show. But like to get it, like there was like one stout in the whole build your own six pack collection. I was like, I would have more choice going to fucking Jewel Osco. Like I, there I could have at least gotten like a Guinness and something else. Yeah. Nobody probably knows what the fuck you're talking about with that either. If like anybody ever listens to this from outside the Midwest, like Jewel Osco isn't a thing probably anywhere, but like Illinois. So um, hold on. In others, it has different names in other states. It's, so it it's Alberton. It's, it's Alberton. So it's Alberton's yeah. down south. Um, there's a couple, I think there's a couple other brands i think albertson's is the like the head brand i think jules is subsidiary yeah so albertson's is the head man so in different places they have subsidies like acme markets hagen king's lucky pavilions randall's safeway bonds is another one that i know that's on the west coast so you know it's it's the same kind of thing between like like and so like osco and iowa is basically like walgreens yeah so jewel is the store like the supermarket version and then the osco means that they have a pharmacy in there so that that's like the distinction so like when i was growing up my my grandma and um my uncle my uncle's a pharmacist my aunt my grandma was a pharmacy tech um and they worked at an osco so it was just it was like the pharmacy and it was more like a walgreens where it has like convenient stuff it's a little bit pricier not like not really a selection and then jewel osco is like a like a mix. So it's got like a, it's got a bakery. It's got the, the deli, it's yeah. got, you know, your produce, it's got your standard store stuff. So yeah. that's for, as like a, a distinction, good point in pointing that like out that not everybody. Like, so like most small or 
pretty much anywhere you can find like a grocery store with like an attached pharmacy like bakery but like not on the scale of like a walmart super center or something like that that's kind of like where you get your yeah it'll be it'll be like your regional like your regional stuff so like in the south it'll be like kind of like a piggly wiggly like it'll it'll be like that kind of place southeast but yeah because here it's it's albertson's texas i'm pretty sure like albertson's kroger yeah and then there's um bond uh i already said bonds um what's the one that Publix? it's kind of like it's the same yeah Publix, dude people who fucking shit themselves over Publix. Publix. i have a buddy Hey, public subs kind of slap. Not gonna. I don't like subs. We'll talk about that in an episode too. Uh, how I don't <laughs> like sandwiches, but public subs slap. I will pick I'm a public sub over problem. Subway. Dude, that's another. We that's what we really need to talk about. So I had an idea for a topic, but like, it's gonna have to branch out. But we have to talk about the things that like regionally people just like shit themselves over, like Californians and your entire people. fucking fantasy football team name. <laughs> That's literally the whole like the thesis of your point. Yeah, yeah. but it, just in general, like we'll have to bring that up. It was on my list of things, but like in a different context. But we'll have to. Bring Kyle, I feel like we have enough shit to talk about, and this podcast has been so much fun in the fucking hour that we've been on. We're gonna go for two hours tonight. I can already tell. We can go as long as we want because guess what? It's on my YouTube channel. I don't care. Um, we're <laughs> so gonna have to. This so you guys don't have to see things like me running out to the bathroom. <laughs> we're gonna do. No, I'm leaving that in there. Fuck it. I monologue the whole time. I'm keeping it in there. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Um, do it live. We're, we might have to do this bi-weekly or bi-weekly in the sense of like two a week. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably we could come up with material. Dude, but some of it, like, it's funny because I was pitching to Carly, like some of the topics that I thought about. So just for context before, since we're already like on this massive tangent, basically what we decided for this podcast and the reason that we started it is we've been talking about it. We're like, dude, like, should we just start a podcast? Like, probably nobody's ever gonna want to listen to it there's no real reason for us to ever podcast but it's just an excuse for us to sit and talk shit about whatever the fuck and it's well and for context i'm on another podcast which you guys should check out it's called the fantasy odds cast if you guys like fantasy football which is what i talk about and then gambling which is what my co-host aj talks about um it's on spotify it's on apple media um we're trying to get it on some other platforms as well it'll probably start being posted to youtube as well um we just created an account for that um but so being on another podcast, I was always talking about it with Kyle because I'd always be talking about what I'm going to talk about with the upcoming episode, my rankings for like fantasy football stuff. So Kyle was like, that sounds like, it sounds like you're having a lot of fun. And I was like, yeah, wait, like you and I are like best friends and we should fucking just do a podcast, shoot the shit. If nobody watches it, yeah. who cares? We get to, an it's a reason for us just to sit and chit chat about bullshit. Yeah. Like, all we like if nobody else watches, who cares? All we do is fucking play video games. And like we try and have conversation when we're playing video games and it inevitably falters off halfway through when one of us is in a 1v3 to fucking clutch the <laughs> war zone win. Like it, then the conversation just never continues. Like this gives us an excuse to just sit down for like two and a half, three hours and just two, two and a half, three hours, however long we decide to go. Everyone's like, fuck that. I'm not watching a two hour podcast. Hey, guess what? You don't fucking have to. You you hit pause, you leave and you come back to the video and you pick up right where you left off. We both like have different like areas like of, I mean, we have a lot of mutual interests, but like you have like way more in-depth analysis of like fantasy football. Like, yeah, like I'm, I do more of like the analytical stuff. I'm more of a num- like a numbers guy. Like you enjoy fantasy football. You're obviously, you're doing a full seven round mock draft with us. You're doing like, like all- you're in two fantasy football leagues with me a lot of time. And that's like probably a whole nother story, like podcast time, but like, it took oh, we're going to do a whole episode. We're going to do a whole I episode on both of our fantasy football histories. Just you wait. <laughs> it might be six hours long. Just of me. Talking. Mine's disappointing. It's a disappointing history of fantasy football in my term, but I have fun doing it. And that's all. I don't really give a shit, man. Like 
throwing 20 bucks out to like have fun for a, an entire football season. Is a and fun. that's the way I look at it. Like, bro, like I just joined another league. It's like a $50 buy-in. Like people are like $50 expensive for fans. I'm like, it's 50 bucks. Like, dude, not that anybody cares, but I just started listening to dynasty nerds because I want to be better at fantasy football. And we started a dynasty league this year, but, uh, they just made a plug for, I think it's called Dan- dynasty Depot. Mm-hmm. It's yep. literally a fucking like a stock trading of fantasy. Team. Yeah. Like you could, which is like, they started talking about it. I was like, holy shit, this is wild, man. People literally like, they just like trade to get good draft picks and then resell the entire fucking team to somebody else. Just like, yeah, it's crazy. I just, I, I also like, I've, I've been super deep in the dynasty scene for a couple of years now, just recently started creating content and like being more active in the community. But like, I just recently found out about this too. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, holy shit, this is such, so like, it's so and, unique. Like, so they brought the guys from Dynasty Depot onto the podcast. I was listening to this morning on the way to work. And the guy was like, yeah, man, you come in, you buy a league for 25 bucks. You make a couple trades, get some good draft picks, have a decent team, and then you sell it for like $200 back on the same site. Yeah, that's, it's wild. Hey, man, Dynasty. Um, anyways, let's try and get back to the original thing that we were talking about, which is how you and I. We got to way up now. Yeah. So 45 minutes of tangent later. So like how you and I, so basically from that date, we've been trying to find a time where you, your wife, myself and my wife could all get together. And luckily right in the middle of this COVID pops up. Exactly. Literally like talking about this forever for, we've been talking about meeting up before you even met up with Dane. Like yeah. we were talking about Jess and I coming out there. because Especially since I have family in Illinois. Yeah, you have family in Illinois. And you also, as you said, you live in Arizona, which is somewhere that I've always, I've never had the chance to visit it. My parents have gone a ton of times. I've always, recommend. I've always wanted to go to Arizona. I've always wanted to live in Arizona. And like, finally, since we're all going to be COVID vaccinated, eventually we're finally going to get the chance to come out. And yep. visit you guys, which is what I kind of talked about in the monologue a little bit. I was like, you guys are gonna see a live episode. We're gonna yes. take, we're gonna get the wife, we're gonna get the wife's on. We're gonna yeah, do dude. this, do the whole thing up, and it's gonna be fucking wild. But like our friendship has been, like Kyle said, like we our friendship's been going on for four years. This is maybe the 20th time I've seen Kyle's face in my whole life. Like, yeah, that's probably it. Like, but, like most of the time, it's just like quick Snapchats where like quick Snapchat, like group sessions or those house parties we were talking about where like we hop on for like 10 minutes, we all like shotgun a beer and then we go, like, we just go and play games. So like, even just what you guys do, like, and I was talking about this with Carly earlier too, but we could probably do like an entire episode about how weird it is to make friends as an adult. Yeah. Like you get out of like college and it's just, it's fucking weird. Yeah. It just happened to be that like you play video games and we made super good friends with like really an entire friend group, but for the most part, just three of us that stayed hanging out with. But yeah, so, and that's the story of how Kyle and I became friends and how we were friends to this day and how this, this podcast basically just came to fruition of Kyle being like, we like podcasting seems fun. And I was like, let's fucking do it. Let's just like, what do we have we to talk about it for like probably two months now? Jakey it, got really drunk. Two months. Jakey got really drunk a couple of times, promised it was going to happen. Life got in the way because work in COVID so and, we were actually playing the the drinking game that we'll talk about more some other time. But and then he messaged, you like talked to me. We were talking to Discord, and he's like, "Hey, dude, I want to bring you on as a guest in my fantasy football." Yeah, in our fantasy podcast to get like a was like a newbie perspective. Not to yeah. call you a newbie, like from a skill level oh, yeah, perspective, 100%. but this is your second year of doing fantasy football actively. Yeah, like actually yeah. caring about it and doing it. Yeah, it was my first like really or second really invested year. 
And he's like, and I yeah, gave Kyle all of his advice his first year. <laughs> Basically did my draft for me. Yeah. But yeah, he's like, you should, you should hop on this podcast. And I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it, man. And then it didn't get brought up again. And then I was like, Hey man, are you still gonna have me do that? And he's like, Oh yeah, maybe. And then it turned no, out it's, it's our own podcast. It's a yes. We've just like, so like in the other podcasts, um, I, like I said, I do all the fantasy football stuff. So we've had a ton of stuff come up with like doing dynasty rankings. So like ranking players and all this shit. And we just haven't had the time to like have a guest on really. Um, we had one guest on, which is one of our buddies who made a metric shitload of money basically made my year's salary in like two weeks betting on FanDuel. Like, so he's, he's really the only guest we've had on. Um, so yeah, we talked do, about it and then it turned into dude, let's just do our own podcast. And we're like, yeah. well, what's it going to be about? Like who fucking knows who cares? Like, we're just going to have a reason to sit and bullshit. And if people listen, cool. If not, who, who cares? Like, it's just an excuse to sit and talk. Well, shit, so. and Kyle basically came up with the entire premise of this podcast. Isn't going to have, a theme like every week we're going to talk about different we're going to bring multiple topics to the table so like like i said to be i don't fair, i've kind of stolen this idea from other podcasts like I, and i've always so i've listened to several podcasts over time like hit, hit and miss here and there where i've really enjoyed it where like they don't do like a, a mandatory structure of their podcast it's not like i'm going to talk about a b and c each week it's like hey let's shake things up every week and then it keeps it interesting for us like as people that want to actually talk about these things and it also probably keeps it more interesting for people that are involved. Like you can come in and you're like, Hey, it might be something totally different than anything I've ever like heard or listened to, or even wanted to talk about, which is part yeah. of the reason I wanted to do it this way. Well, and I think like if you, I mean, not to go on too big of a tangent, but like, if you look at other podcasts that are super successful, their episodes aren't the same week to week. Like if you look at like, you know, the Joe Rogan podcast for experience, arguably the biggest podcast out there. Every week is something different. You like whatever guest he brings on, you're getting a different experience each time, yeah. whether that's like somebody out of their fucking mind, like Alex Jones, or you're going to get a, an NBA player, or there's been like professional video game players on it, or pro athletes, Not or actors, or anything like Joe Rogan. We're going to be more famous than Joe Rogan. You fucking hurt me. Uh, <laughs> no, but like, but like you look at the podcasts that like do well, and they, while they have similar themes, like Joe Rogan goes into really deep conversations with all of his guests about whatever topic they're interested in. Like we can do the same thing about random topics each week, which leads me into yes, our next part of the podcast where Kyle introduces yes. his first topic for the week. Thank you guys for tuning in for uh, it's been, we've been live for a little over an hour at this point. Um, we're going to go as long as we want because I don't fucking care. Well, I was going to ask, like, do you want to go ahead and do that? Or do, should we just say like, Hey, this is like an hour and 20 minutes of like the story to introduce and we'll start topics next week. So what, what I would probably say is like, let's just talk about what we were going to do next. And then, uh, let's, of- so instead of doing two topics, let's each just do one. So I one that's top- what we are going to do anyway, but that's what, like, I expected our like story of friendship to last like 30 minutes. And now it's been an hour and 20. So- I could, I could have fucking told, well, okay. So for one, that hour 20, I don't count all that. Cause I'm going to edit some shit out. Um, it, it's really only been like a little over an hour, but like, I'm not expecting right. like a four hour Joe Rogan podcast, but like if we go two hours, we go two hours. But like if we just each do at least like one topic as opposed to like we plan for two, like if we each so do one. things to say to that. One is like what we want to do, right? Is like we want to like, because it keeps us probably more interesting and keeps us talking is drink on every one of these episodes. If you're going to make me do two hour long podcast episodes, I'm going to have to piss like four times in these episodes just because that's yeah. how I am. Hey, that's, that's fine. I can edit those out. <laughs> But the uh, the second thing I don't remember because I've already had my two beers uh, and so I'm already starting to lose my brain a little bit. But 
Um, yeah, dude, if you want, oh, that's what I was going to say. We can uh, just as even say what we're like planning for this. So we decided that the first episode is going to be like, how do we become friends and why is this even a thing? Uh, and going in with that, like the way that we wanted to carry this in the future, just to keep things interesting for us is like, we're both going to bring probably two topics per week to the table. And I don't want it to be that structured. I don't need to sit and like do a bunch of research about it or like anything. I just want to bring a topic. I'm going to throw it on the table and be like, let's talk about this, talk through it, make a decision or debate it or whatever it happens to be yeah. the week. And then uh, we'll do that for a couple topics and it'll probably keep this like a decently long podcast because we, we can talk a lot. And then if it needs to be a couple more, great. If we have a guest or somebody come on and hang out with us, it's whatever. Like it's just going to be kind of a free for all and we're just going to have fun with it. So. Yeah, exactly. If you got to take a piss, go take a piss. I'm going to. I'll edit this part out. Uh, I'm going to monologue the entire time just because I like to keep talking. Um, you guys haven't played Escape from Tarkov. It's a great game. Um, my buddies are messaging me about it right now, which is why I bring it up. Um, but thank you guys again for tuning in. Anybody who does end up tuning in, um, like like Kyle and I said, like we don't have plans for this podcast to go anywhere. If, if this podcast becomes the biggest fucking podcast in the world, Great. You know, I'm going to love being able to talk to one of my best friends, is, you know, for hours on end, multiple times or one time a week, um, you know, have, have some good drinks, have some good conversation with friends, you know, that that's going to be great. But even if it doesn't, even if it turns into nothing, we have, you know, we get 5,000 subscribers. Oh, uh, Kyle's back already. That was fast. It was a lot faster than the last one. Yeah, I know. I was just uh, talking shit about you. Um, it's fine. Anyways, so you know, now that we've kind of mentioned what the, the structure of the podcast is going to be, um, that first one kind of was obviously a mutual topic, you know, talking about our friendship and kind of how that all came to be. Uh, but what's what's one of the top, like what's the first topic that you thought of um, when we were talking about this? So like the first topic that you want to bring to the table for us to talk about. Dude, so I'm not even going to talk about the first thing that I thought of for this podcast because I was getting like super introspective with my list. Like I have a, I started a list on my phone when we first started. Same. I have such, my note is like yeah, scrolls. It's, it's just long now. Yeah. And it's funny too, because like Carly's brought up things and I'm like, oh shit, that'd be a really good topic. Even though like Carly's probably the one that's done all the research for it. And I just have to be like, hey man, give me your notes on that. Like I'm going to talk about your notes. Because her and I agree on a lot of things. Like one of them that I'll have to bring to the table at some point in time, not tonight, is like, neither of us want kids. And so like, that can be like a fucking 30 minute talk itself, you know, it's going to be because my wife and I, my wife, that my wife, Jess and I are on the exact same, like we don't want yeah. kids either. And dude, like all the things that go into like, anyway, I don't even want to start there because we're going to get into depth on this conversation. We, that that episode will end at midnight central time. Yeah, and it is currently nine forty. That's somewhere like in the top of my list of like, or of like towards the more recent added additions to my list. Cause she keeps a list in her phone of all the reasons why she doesn't want kids. And it's fucking hilarious. We're getting, so I'm going to have to bring that to the table. We're going to spend a whole episode. Carly's going to be a guest. And so there was, I was between two things for today though. And what it ended up boiling down to was like, so we're both Midwesterners. So I was like, do I want to go with like a Midwestern thing, keep it light and keep it something that we can both keep talking about. Or we're also both fucking nerds. And so I was like, do I want to go to the nerdy side? And I think I'm going to err on the nerdy side. So the first thing I brought to the table is what is the greatest trilogy of all time? Oh. I pulled up a lot of trilogies because I think it's worth pulling up ones that I probably wouldn't even think of because there's the obvious ones like the OG Star Wars, uh, fucking Lord of the Rings. Um, there's the ones that like neither of us would pick, like uh, fucking twilight and shit like that you've got the matrix trilogy 
Like there's so many good trilogies. There really, there. there really are. Now that I'm like, look, I'm looking at, I'm not gonna lie, I'm googling it to like see what trilogies are out there. There's so many that I wouldn't even think of. Like I would, my with the dragon tattoo is actually really good. Yeah. Fucking, uh, Planet of the Apes is a trilogy now. Like modern Planet of the Apes. I'm like, I'm looking at my second monitor now, and I'm like scrolling through this, and I'm like. Like my like if you like if I didn't Google it, my brain wouldn't have thought of half of these. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I I thought of this topic because I thought it was literally going to be us talking about Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, like The Hobbit, and that's pretty much it. You could so argue that I was like there are some amazing trilogies. Out I think there. I also think there's an argument to break Harry Potter up into trilogies. Like I think you can it's break the, the trilogy. It's not, but you could. If you made the argument, you could make that argument to me, and I'd accept it. Like I'm, I'm I would not. I would I'm never accept it. But. <laughs> It's, it's as a whole, like it's clearly not. If we wanted to like say movie series or like book series that have turned yes, into books, which is one we would have to bring that up, hundred percent. Yeah. But I'm so if we're all right, so let me. And I don't care if they've been books or not. I'm talking about movie trilogies. Okay, I think I've got mine. All right, let's hear it. Strictly, the Captain America trilogy. Are you really? So that's your number one of all time. I, I'm not gonna pick Star Wars because that's too obvious. I'm not gonna pick. I don't give a fuck about cliches, man. If you think the Star Wars trilogy is great, then say the Star Wars. Trilogy. I mean, the Star Wars. It's obviously fucking great. I think Star Wars is overrated. That's the topic for another episode. Um, yeah, we could probably do a whole episode on Star Wars. And if I'm talking about a Star Wars trilogy, it's definitely the original trilogy. It's not the. 100%. 100%. It's not the modern trilogy. I do think the modern trilogy is the most underrated part of Star Wars. I think they added a lot to the story. Yeah, I think the newest it. Newest trilogy, you mean? Yes. No, 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 no. So like the, like parts, I guess you consider them parts four, five, and six or no one. Okay. So you're talking like the two thousands. Yeah. Like the two thousands eras, not the, I think it's like, if you look at the first two, it was like the seventies and eighties, like those, like that trilogy is the, that's the best part of star Wars. But I think the modern portion of star Wars is extremely underrated. People like to dog on it and talk as like, talk about it, like the redheaded stepchild of the star Wars series. And I think that's underrated at it. But if I'm thinking about like, right, is like most millennials are going to argue. I I would think that most millennials are going to argue that they grew up with the original Star Wars trilogy, which is kind of true. Yeah. But as like a conscious human being, I technically have a a stronger connection to the modern Star Wars trilogy. So like, because it came out in 99, right? I was born in 93. Yeah, I was 95. So. And so that makes like this trilogy at least a more relevant to my lifetime but I don't think that it's better than the originals by any means. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's definitely not, but I think people dog on it so much okay. that I think it's underrated at this point. Like it's, it's good. Yes. Some of the acting's really shit. Some of the story is definitely skipped over, but like, it's really good. Like it's I have still to give not partial credit to my brother for this because my brother called me the other night and he was like, I don't know if you had been drinking or what the fuck, but my brother just randomly calls me and it's like, you know, you guys are like two hours ahead. So he calls me and it's like 9 PM my time. It's like 11 o'clock. And he's like, dude. So I'm like, I'm the youngest of three. Right. And he goes, dude, I don't know if you realize this, but you would lose as like, if you were the third movie in every great trilogy of all time, you would always lose. And so it sparked up like an entire conversation between us for like 30 minutes because we're like, dude, Star Wars, I lose. The Matrix, I definitely lose. I, but I, I think in my trilogy, you don't lose. I think the worst of the Captain America movies was Winter Soldier. Okay. Which was the yeah, second one. Right, which which was the second one. But um, so yeah, so like if I'm thinking about it, so there's trilogies that you could probably rank higher that I won't 
I personally wouldn't rank higher just because one, I'm either not a fan of the genre or I'm not a fan of the movies in general. Like you could probably make an argument that the Indiana Jones trilogy is higher. I never really, I like the movies. I enjoy the movies, but I don't, I don't really connect with them. Um, you could probably make an argument like Lord of the Rings. While I enjoyed the books more than I enjoyed the movies of the Lord of the Rings, I fell asleep a lot during the movies. There was so much downtime, which is where we'll, we'll probably do a whole episode. The first time through, but I definitely do now. Like as an adult rewatching those movies, I fall asleep. Yeah, it's I fell asleep in the theater. Like there was an hour and a half of dead time, and I took a nap. And my dad woke me up. He's like, "The fight's starting." Um, which is actually it's a probably a whole topic worth of episode is whether we think like the movies of movie versions of books are better or not. Um, I think in a lot of situations they are, but we'll talk about that later. We'll change it off um, like two seconds and ask you, did you ever see King Kong, like the 2005 King Kong adaptation? Yeah, yeah. That's the only movie I've ever fallen asleep in. Um, I haven't fallen asleep in a ton of movies. Minutes, I was in the fucking theater and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I just passed out. I fell asleep in the in the Lord of the Rings movie. I think I also fell asleep in one of the Harry Potters in theater, but I think that's really the only two. Dude, I was way into Harry Potter. Like I... I love Harry Potter. We could do a whole episode on Harry Potter. In those at all. No way. Um, but then, so, like, if you look at the other, so, like, the Back to the Future trilogy, that's another trilogy that people so would probably, it, it's great. Don't get me wrong. But again, it's just like, if I never watch, like, Back to the Future 2 or 3 again, I'm not going to be disappointed. Like, the first movie carries that trilogy so much, in my opinion. Well, dude, that's, I feel like there's a lot of these trilogies are honestly trilogies in general. Like the first one really carries and the other ones are just kind of like, yeah, it's good because I like the story. So I want to see it continue out. Like the Bourne trilogy is the same way. Like Bourne Identity was so much better. But see, I don't even consider that a trilogy because they moved past, they've made like five of them now, haven't they? They might have more now, but the trilogy was Identity Supremacy Ultimatum. Right. And that, that's probably up there on my list. If I like objectively think about it, that's probably in like my top three. I love those movies. But so for me, the reason that the Captain America trilogy ranks so high, not only are each of the movies super, they're amazing. They're amazing movies. Like from a cinematic perspective, like they're amazing to watch. The The soundtracks are amazing. They, the screenplay, the, like the action, the, the mix between action and suspense, the drama portion of it, the, like the connections that you make with the characters through the movie series. But not only that, but they also build onto a larger series through the whole Marvel Comics universe. Which I think, even though you're we're referring to just the trilogy, I think you have to consider the overall impact that they make in other movies that are out there. Like no other movie trilogy connects to another storyline like the Marvel the Marvel comic universe. That's fair. Any of the trilogies. It took me well. a long time to even watch like after Captain America the original. Like I didn't even watch two and three until years later, just because I just I was not that. Into I, it. that is not I my so my dad. When he was a lot young, like when he was in high school, like middle school, high school age, was obsessed with comic books. He tells a story lovingly about how he went, not even lovingly, it's lovingly because it's his mom, but also he's still very pissed about it. Um, when he went away to college, his mom, my grandma, sold a ton of his comic books at a garage sale. Comic books that now would be worth thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. So my dad grew up a comic book kid and he kind of taught us that too. So like when we were younger, we had subscriptions to the Marvel comic series, all of the DC comic series. Like we would just get them mailed to our house and we'd look at them every single week. So like anything like comic book related, I really connect to. Um, 
But like Captain, like so Captain America, the Marvel comic universe, like Jess and I have sat down and watched every single movie in chronological order, like in the order that if you were reading the comic books, they would have appeared yeah. in. So like we, I, get it, I, I understand love that so much with that series. I just, it's not mine. 100%. No, and a hundred percent. And that's totally fair because like, if you, so like, for example, I just pulled up a random, like the best 10 trilogies. So if you look at the ones that are like rank in front of cap, the captain America trilogy, you have the dark Knight trilogy, which I totally get. So I, good. I, it's, it's amazing. It's probably my number two. If I'm, if I'm being hundred percent honest. The Indiana Jones trilogy, the original Indiana Jones movies yep. were really good. But again, I just, I never loved them like that. Lord of the Rings. This is one that threw me a curveball. And I, I don't even think of this as a trilogy. And I'm sure we could probably justify that it's not. But they call it the Jersey trilogy. And it's Clerks, Mall Rats, and Chasing Amy. And it's, I don't okay, think I, argue too much because it is kind of a trilogy. Are those all Kevin Smith movies too? Yes. Yeah. So I, I that trilogy, if you call it a trilogy, is fucking fantastic and the best it is is i would have never thought of it and they have it listed as the bottom of their list i don't know if i count that as a trilogy though i don't really either but like for me a trilogy has to build on itself and those are right. each like separate stories with little to no connection it's funny i'm like starting to like look down the list now right and it says this is a loose trilogy at best <laughs> yeah like a hundred percent so Other ones that like i wouldn't have thought of though that like would be up in my list um or was it just at? I'm gonna skip past it. So, like oh, this one, they mentioned the. Go ahead. The Millennium trilogy is really good. Like the girl with the dragon tattoo. That's yeah. Okay. Really yeah. That's that's really good. I I'm the gonna be honest. Trilogy. So oh. Good. Okay. So. Mighty yeah. Ducks. Okay. So the Blade trilogy, yes, but also it doesn't take. You could be the biggest Blade fan in the world and admit that the third movie was terrible. Oh, yeah. The acting is so. It was. It's a great. I love watching the movie just yeah. because it's so. It's so funny to watch, but it's bad. It's yeah. the acting is fucking terrible. The good. story is mad at bad. It's it doesn't. Bad. It doesn't really connect with the comic books at all. Um, it's funny because like I watch those as an adult now too. Like if I rewatch Blade, I'm just like, God, these movies are bad, but they're so good. Did you so, know what the funniest one on this list is that I definitely wouldn't have even thought about? What is the Austin Powers trilogy? Oh, <laughs> that wouldn't even come to mind for me. I no, would not no. even consider. I wouldn't even think of that. No, but like this one. So, like the number three on this list that I pulled up is the Dollars trilogy. What is that? A fistful of dollars, a few dollars more. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Like that's apparently a trilogy. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Only one of the movies I've ever seen. They're from like the sixties. It's an old Clint, old Clint Eastwood movies. Which Clint Eastwood, one of the most underrated actors of all time. But I he's the, underrated. I think he's pretty hyped up, frankly. But agreed, he's good. Amongst our generation, I think he's pretty underrated. Yeah. Okay. I think you'd be hard pressed to find somebody who would put him in like their top five actors that are between the ages of twenty one and thirty. Okay. I'll, I'll buy that argument. Um, but like the good and the bad and the ugly is the only one I've seen. My brain, for whatever reason, would not consider The Godfather a trilogy, even though it's it's clearly part one, two, and three. Like for whatever reason, my brain when I think of The Godfather, I think of The Godfather Part Three, and I think that has to do with my age more than anything. I disagree with you. I think that's obviously a trilogy. Trilogy, it, but it, but it, okay. So I I understand that it is. But in my brain, the order I watched the movies, I saw the the third one. I saw Godfather Part Three. I saw Part One and then Part Two. And like my brain has a hard time like 
thinking of them as collective like things. Okay. And that, and that's just me that I, I admit fully that that's hundred percent just me. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird. That's fine. I You'll find out through this podcast. I'm fucking you weird. out there. So I feel like I have to put some answer to this. And that's you funny because I brought this topic up to Carly before. She's like, what are you going to do? I think, so I think I'm going to do this. And she's like, well, what's your answer? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I want to throw the topic out there and I want to like have a discussion about this. And I want to look at, look around at some things and figure it out. But, um, ah, fuck. I'm getting pop-ups now. I think I would have to go Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I feel like I have to do that. And then somewhere close after is either going to be the original Star Wars trilogy or the Dark Knight trilogy. Okay. Yeah, I, I can definitely see all of those. Mine. So I already said kind of my number one and two. So my number one would be the, the Captain America trilogy for me. Um, number two would be the Dark Knight trilogy. I think three for me, honestly, would be the, the original Terminator trilogy. I think that's really under really yeah. underrated. The newer movies have been kind of shit. Um, it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to prove that, but I think those are really underrated. Um, again, it's a, it's a thing that builds on a bigger story. And I think like knowing the whole Terminator story, like as it's been written to this point, like, I think I probably put a little bit more emphasis on that. Um, but you also got to admit those movies are fucking badass. Every single one of them, all the, the first three are amazing. It's funny. Cause like, Again, I don't know that anybody's ever going to listen to this podcast, but I feel like it, you, there's a significant generation. Hey, it's, it's, it's fucking YouTube. We're going to end up with 10,000 random followers somehow. There's a significant generational difference probably between the answer to this question. Like, I'm sure if I texted my dad right now, he he's awake. He'd fucking answer. He'd probably just pick some random shit out of his ass and I'd be like, okay, you're probably Dude, right. I don't, I don't disagree with you, though, that like Lord of the Rings now, like I remember the magic of like Lord of the Rings as like a young adult or like. I don't remember when the fuck those movies came out, but I Early watched them as they were coming out. I want to say like mid 2000s. And I loved those movies. And now I watch them as an adult as something that's like going to put me to sleep. I'm like, I'm going to throw Lord of the Rings on because it's going to fucking make me. Because it's four hours long. It's too long. I'd yeah, rather, so I'd rather a movie split up like, like they did Avengers with the like end game um, where they split it into two parts. I'd much rather that as like an adult. Friend. It's become something that people are doing now for money more than it is because they want to get good content. I, I I agree with that, but I think you can also tell the story better. Like if if Avengers Endgame was a four and a half hour movie, I I probably wouldn't have seen it. I probably wouldn't have gone and watched it if I'm being 100 percent honest with you. Not that I, I like. Speaking of the devil, there's fucking what's it? Uh, is it the Snyder cut of? Yes, the Snyder cut of Justice out, League. And it's gonna be like four hours long or something. I, like that. I okay, but to be fair, the reviews I've seen are all really, really good. Well, that's the funny thing though is like, so you have two different arguments here. Like, you have the the different movies, like even the seventh Harry Potter movie, mm -hmm. like, where they split that up. Not not good. Yeah, I like it was so watching it when I saw it in theaters, I thought it was amazing. Watching and and again, it's one of those things where like we, fantastic. We watch it back now and we're like, meh. Well, I think most people. And again, you could, like you said, we could probably do a whole topic on just Harry Potter, but I think most people would, would agree that the movies are just significantly worse than the books. Like, But the movie itself is like, I feel like they split that not to give you better and more content. They split it for money. I, I yes, no, in, in that case, 100%. I, I don't get that. And again, maybe my bias is showing. I don't get that feeling from the Marvel, like from Endgame being split up. From like the last Avengers movie being split, I don't get that feeling because they told they told the story, not 
as close to the comic books as they could, but I really do feel like they added a level of call it suspense, call it action, call it, I don't know. I, I don't know the proper term for it, but they added another level by splitting it up because you were so heartbroken by the way that the first movie ended, no spoilers, to way the se- to the way the second movie begins. Like you as a fan wanted something to happen. You were craving that because of the way the last thing ended. You wanted something better to come out. To make make a final movie into two parts and like actually create good content throughout both. Like you have to have a a very good director that's going to make that happen. And I don't think it happens as often as agreed. Agreed. Part movies. I I, part twos are the standard now, and it's not good most of the time. Right. I I agree with that. And like, and that's where I do give Lord of the Rings some credit. Like I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I love the movies. I have a fucking quote from the book tattooed on me. Like I, I absolutely love it. And I appreciate that they didn't split those movies up because they did tell such a good story, but like three and a half hours for a movie. Just saying that's a little long. Like if I was going to watch one today, like right now, if I was going to go watch one, I would watch return of the King extended edition. Yeah. Probably the longest one and by far the best. So fucking good, but as you said, it's it's the best. So it's okay that it's a little that it's long. Hundred percent. Like I feel like there, I feel like you can put like when they made the movies, like some of them have too much downtime, which is my biggest. Yeah. Not why I like Return of the King so much. I feel like is they do it a lot in that movie. That's not just like walking through the mountains. And I also have like a weird sentimental connection where like my brother, when that movie came out, bought me the extended edition for my birthday. And it's the first extended edition that I ever saw. Like, I okay. Yeah. So the-, the extended editions and, I, and he gave me that and I was like, holy shit, this is a masterpiece. Yeah. So you, you have some bias there and that, but it's, I, I from a non-biased perspective, I probably agree with you. Like that's, if I had to pick a movie to watch, that's probably the one I would pick. Yeah. hundred percent. I definitely wouldn't want to, uh, I guess I can't say that. But Sometimes like, I would watch one and two, but most of the time I'd go for three. So, like, looking at another one of these, li- like, another list, like, there's, th- again, there's movies on there that, like, my brain, for whatever reason, wouldn't connect as a trilogy. So, like, Die Hard. Obviously a trilogy. It is a trilogy. My brain just naturally doesn't connect it. Spider- I, I, that I don't connect it as a trilogy. I just wouldn't think of that as, like, in my top three list. Th- this, it's, like, 17 on this top 20 list, so that's fair. Um, it has the like the three Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Nope. I hated the third one, so I'm not going to include that one. I just, um, dude, it's got the Mad Max movie. The Mad Max movie, probably one of the more underrated trilogies, in my opinion. I love the Mad Max movies. I watched them for the first time probably when I was living in Florida. Well, watch them again because they're, they're better than you think. And I was like, mm, okay. And then the newest Mad Max, I was like, mm, okay. Tony um, is one of the cringiest motherfucking actors that I've ever seen. I don't get it. I absolutely 100% agree with you. It's just him, like no offense to him because obviously he's a really talented actor. Otherwise he wouldn't have made it as far in his career as he has. But I don't think the roles that he has played were the right roles for him, at least in the Spider-Man movies. Do I don't think, think he fits. He playing that scene now where like he dyed his hair when he was like, Venom, the bad part, yeah. When he was, fucking yeah, the Venom, Venom version, he's like, yeah. does that fucking like snappy, like walked? It is the cringiest scene in the fucking movie. And his if I had the editing powers or capabilities to put that on the screen right now, I would. Do you, you know what's one of like my favorite uh childhood trilogies though that I really enjoyed Ooh. as a kid? Yeah, that uh, 
it's the funniest story behind it. So like Pirates of the Caribbean, man, I loved it. I I, yeah, it. I don't. It's so good. I don't disagree with this. Uh, my grandparents were the ones that would always take me to movies when I was a kid. And my grandma still tells the story to this day where she was like, do you remember that time I took you to that fucking pirate movie or whatever? She doesn't swear. My grandma doesn't swear. We swear on this podcast, by the way. We're adults. But uh, we're two average husbands. OK, my we swear. Took us to this movie and she passed out from like the second it started until the end because she said it was the most boring movie she'd ever seen in her life. And I was like, wow, it's so good. So I liked the movies, but my dad literally like took us to the movies and we're like, hey, we're going to see Pirates of the Caribbean. And we were like, dad, we don't want to. And he was like, I don't fucking care. We're going to the movies. They're good, man. Uh, I guess I shouldn't say they, like plural are good. Like I really enjoyed the first one and the other ones were like. I liked three the best the third one which one was three was uh, the, uh into the fucking weird world where they did the upside down bullshit hold on i have to remember the order now. yeah that's the one where they like flipped over on a map and like inverted their ship or some shit uh at world's end that's the one that i'm thinking of i did not think that was the best. Dead Man's Chest was actually pretty good. Now that I that, that was probably at World's End was probably the most fun I had watching the movies. If I'm objectively thinking about it, I think Dead Man's Chest was probably the best movie of the bunch. I the first one was good. Don't get me wrong. I but I left the. I definitely like remember leaving the first movie wanting more. I don't remember that. I felt like I had a great experience in the first one. The second one was I, really good. And I think the third one was actually probably my least favorite of the three. I have like a really weird memory, like a really good memory. We'll probably get onto this podcast at some point, but I remember things from when I'm like two years old. Um, but I, I definitely, I am not that way. Yeah. No, Jess is literally like, I don't fucking know what we did yesterday. Like, but I'm like, I can tell you stories from when I'm two years old and I broke into my neighbor's house, which obviously will get told at some point. Um, but like, yes, I, I remember liking the third movie the most. I'll probably have to, I honestly haven't watched the movies probably since I was in high school. So we're talking like five or six years ago at this point. No, wait, hold on. I'm 25. So we're talking like seven to nine years ago at this point. Um, my 10 year high school reunion is happening in like a couple months and I'm not going to. So yeah, well, I don't blame you there. Um, yeah, but I just I, that's just how I remember it. If I were to rewatch them before we do our next podcast, I might change my opinion entirely, which I might just have to do. Just see how this uh, next couple of days goes with this COVID vaccine. Uh, but like of the next podcast, though, because we're at an hour and forty five minutes of this, some of this will get edited out. But we have to tangent over to your topic at some point in time, and we should probably do that. Sometime. We're gonna we're gonna finish briefly with one thing that I have to say, which is one trilogy that is on this list that I pulled up that I did not think of entirely and if i'm were to rethink of it this might break my top three which is the alien trilogy i didn't watch a single alien movie in my entire life until maybe a few years ago you need to go back and watch alien one aliens and alien three and you know the you first were... one that i ever saw was alien versus predator that doesn't even count that's a whole different like Fantastic whole different movie, by the way. it really it is really good but that's like a whole different theorem like that's a whole different world to me where that doesn't even count like that that it's a it's a separate genre in my opinion like my brain like doesn't connect those i'm trying to think so i've got a third stout in my fridge should i open, crack a final beer for your topic 
I mean, yeah, probably. What have been the what have been like the the alcohol percentages of the two that you've had? Uh, the first one was eight point three, and the second one was five point three. Yeah, mine are uh, eleven and a half. So if oh, I'm on, if I'm about to crack number three, you can crack number three. All right, my final one on this theme, uh, and I already probably know that this is most likely going to be my favorite because Belching Beaver Brewery is so freaking good. Ever had a single beer from them. And we actually went to their brewery in San Diego, and Belching Beaver is just so fucking Anyway, yep. this is their Viva La Beaver Mexican Chocolate Peanut Butter Stout, and I have a feeling it's just going to be amazing. That, I'm, I've never had that brewery, but that sounds amazing. I'm trying to think of what... Uh, it's like a space theme of some sort, like Stardust or some weird shit name like that. But uh, we had it when we were at their brewery, and it was amazing. And it was a, I think it was a nitro stout. Holy shit, that is so good. Is that the best one you've had tonight? Yeah, hundred percent. This is a eight eight two on the scale. I'll have to see. So, Hold on. So what is it called? It's so it's Belching Beaver. Viva La Beaver. Viva La Beaver. Viva La Beaver. Oh, I searched Belching Beaver peanut butter milk stout is the very first thing that pops up. I'll have to see. So, I'll have to check on Tath and see if anywhere in, near me has it in stock. This tastes like, you know those, um, like the two, like straw style chocolate wafers? Yes. You know yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like they're like a crunchy on the outside and chocolate on the inside. Yeah. This tastes like that plus peanut butter plus stout. This is so good. Fuck. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out what store near me has that because that sounds amazing. This is fantastic. All right. So that kind of actually, believe it or not, like falls into my topic for the week. What do you think are the three most underrated fast food restaurants? So we're talking about how things taste. Jess and I were having a conversation about this this week, and I proclaimed what I thought was the most underrated fast food restaurant, and she vehemently disagreed with me. But I feel like you and I have had plenty of conversations about food, um, and I feel like you're going to have some different opinions than I, but what would you consider? Let me just like pull up a list right now. Yeah like common fast food restaurants so i can think of what's underrated and you can even think of like regional stuff so if you have stuff that's like like that you remember from arizona or from florida or from iowa or stuff that you have in arizona like you can think of regional stuff too um because i'm sure like some like some stuff people are naturally going to think of is going to be regional um like i'm find like what you're talking about with fast food for me really quick like what do you consider fast food if you have that you can walk up order and grab it and go if you like have to, not like a sit-down restaurant. If you have to tip somebody, it's not fast food. So like Chipotle, I would consider that fast food, even though it's okay. like fast casual. Moe's, Cadoba, kind of all of in the same realm, like stuff like that. Where if you can just order it and take it, and you don't have to tip anybody. That counts I think as fast food. Absolute dog shit, by the way. So really, yeah, that you. is. I am a huge Chipotle guy, and I think Cadoba is better. Chipotle. Jess and I have probably had Cadoba once. I love my number one most underrated fast food restaurant of all time. I've got it already. All right. Ponchero's Mexican restaurant. That's an Iowa specific thing, right? Yes. 
Well, I think it's probably expanded a little bit. But they well, they had one here when I moved to Arizona. They had one in fucking um, not in Phoenix, but in Chicharro's Mexican Grill. Yeah, I'm Dude, looking Manchero's at it. by far is better than Chipotle. It's better than fucking Cadoba. They have seven. They have seventy two locations nationwide. They are. It's so much better. They make dope ass queso. The chicken's super good. The steak's good. And I don't even really like steak that much. Poncheros is got to be in my top three. We're going to have a whole episode about what you just said about not liking steak that much. We're going to have problems. <laughs> so, okay, here's the thing. I don't like fast food steak. That's fair. Like, okay. Steak that's yep. thrown on burritos. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoy going to a sit-down restaurant and having a steak. I do okay. not like steak that's like chopped up with a bunch of fat and they just throw a bunch of fucking seasoning on it and then make it seem like it's good steak again another you're you're pulling at another one of my topics here about cuts of steak and which one which ones are the best but poncher i've never had poncheros it sounds pretty similar the way you're describing it at least to this place in illinois called friacos um where they have their queso is the best queso i've ever had in the entire fucking world um but they're another thing that's kind of more of like a fat they're more of a sit-down restaurant here in illinois Friacos is anyway, um, but it sounds, you know, at least similar in their offerings. But again, I've never had it. Like, we're not too far away from if Iowa. Went, though, so. If you went to a Poncheros or a Cadoba or a Chipotle and there wasn't like a label that told you, told you which one and you just walked. In the That's store, what I need. I need to, I need to do it blind. You probably wouldn't know which one you were standing in initially. I would know. I, I've eaten Chipotle for enough so like, for the past than, like, years, like, but like labels. Like I'm saying, like if you remove everything that like identifies it specifically, and all there is is the food there, you probably wouldn't see that much of a difference. But Pancheros mm. taste hundred times better. I I I'm gonna argue that, and that I've had Chipotle enough times that I know exactly what Chipotle tastes like. But I'm not gonna. I'm not saying that I wouldn't think that either Pancheros or Cadoba is better than Chipotle. Because I definitely could think that. I think Chipotle, as much as I love it, is one of the more overrated restaurants. Because people hype it up so people hype it up so much. I think it's I think Chipotle is a restaurant where you get what you pay for. Like you're not expecting life-changing food. I think you're gonna if you want Mexican food, you're gonna get better Mexican food at pretty much any Mexican restaurant or any taqueria that you go to. I think you're going to get better food. But I think if you want Chipotle, like so my number one underrated restaurant, which I'll talk about after you talk about all three of yours, because that's the way I'm going to force you to do it. I think my number one is a restaurant where if you think of it as the restaurant, you crave the restaurant, not the item of food that you're ordering. Okay. Which you'll, you'll get when I talk about it later on. But so Poncheros is your number one. What would you say is your Probably number Probably my number one. I will give you a number two. But nobody that ever listens to this other than Iowa people are ever going to know what I'm talking about. And that is 100% made right. Made I know right what made right is. Made right slaps. Is my favorite thing on the planet. You got to remember that. I go home, I have to go to made right. And the funniest thing to me is I saw an article one time, like one of the social media articles that was like the weirdest food in every state, right? Or something like that. Yeah, I read. I, I know exactly what you're talking Because I was like, it's, wait, that's not a normal thing? It called them loose meat sandwiches, and yeah, I can never no. get over that. No, 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 no. Shit I've ever heard in my life. It is a motherfucking made for, right. For those who aren't aware, made rights are it's ground beef, it's ground beef on bread, and then your associated toppings. But on buns. yeah, on buns, it's on specifically on like brioche buns. Most people, honestly, most people, from my understanding, eat them the way that I do, which is literally just made right cheese maybe a sauce of your choice. Like most people choose to eat them plain. Pickle. 
pickle. I could see that. I don't I don't eat pickles. I don't like pickles, but I could see why somebody would want a pickle on a made so, right. And the the kind of like devil's advocate to this argument is that like people just don't even know it exists. Yeah. But, so it's it's a it's it's gotta be like a it's gotta be like a mid like a mid western thing, but even more closely like an Illinois Iowa thing, because my family's from the quad cities, which if for anybody who's not aware is it's four cities, which are East Moline, Moline, Davenport, and Silvis, which are all right on the border of Illinois and Iowa. And maid rights are a thing there more specifically than anywhere else. There's multiple maid ride restaurants in each of the towns. And that's where I, like, that's where my dad is from. And that's where most of my food choices are from is from his family, just because we visited them the most. Um, and made rights are fucking delicious. And my family has made them my entire life. And I will continue to eat them till this day. But like, again, like you're saying, like most people don't know about them. Dude, and my favorite thing about made right by far as a restaurant is the sandwich, no matter where you go, is going to be the same. But if you're at a made right, yeah. The sides are always going to be different. True, you true. never go to a made right that has the exact same something. And so like the one in my hometown has pie, like homemade pie by this old lady that owns it. I it fucking wish. So fucking good. She makes amazing pie. And then I should ask her and we can talk about it some other time, but Carly had one in her town or close to her town that had like completely different sides. And also they would only put mustard on the sandwich. Like as a sauce, like you couldn't get something that wasn't mustard. I don't eat mustard. So I would not have worked there. I like, if I like everyone is like independently owned. So they all have like this. Right. And it's like this, like mom and pop. They're all in like a fucking trailer. They're not like, yeah, they're not restaurants. Like they're not like, I guess the close, like, so the one in East Moline, from my memory, is probably closest to like a steak and shake, but they're probably like the fanciest one that I've been to. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever been to one that was actually in like a hard building. Like they're always in like trailers or like mini like cinder yeah. buildings or something. That's most of my experience with them. And I, I fucking love Made Right. That's all there is to it. They're like, delicious. Every time I go home, it's my number one. Like if I can't leave Iowa until I've had Made Right every single time when i visit my family it's probably a very similar thing um the only thing that we probably like if we visit family and we are going out of the way like that the only place that we probably go to more is i don't know if it's an iowa thing as much as it is like at at least in like east moline moline area of the quad cities is whitey's which is an ice cream shop it's hands down the best ice cream that i've ever had they're probably most famous for like their malts. Um, it's malt is a big thing in the quad cities. It's you have malt on your fucking pizza um, in the quad cities. They put it on like they put it on the bottom of the pizzas. Um, but I always get it's a I get a black cherry sundae, and it is so fucking good. That and like even just like the you know like the every place calls them something different, but like the vanilla ice cream between two cookies. Like your ice cream sandwich. Dude, okay. Theirs are the fucking best that I've ever had. I can't even talk to you about how much I used to love Big Boppers. Like the frozen brand of that. Have you ever had a Big Bopper? Probably. I don't I don't look at the names, but I if I see two cookies and ice cream between it, I order it because I'm a cookie fanatic. I think it's the way that Blue Bunny sells them, like as a brand. Like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Blue Bunny ice cream. So criminally cool. underrated. Um <laughs> But oh, oh my god, dude! So if you want to talk about criminally underrated ice cream, that's totally different than fucking fast food. Which I don't actually agree with this one, but um, I should just yell into the other room really quick. Hold on. 
So in the South, they have Bluebell ice cream. Yes. And it's the only place I've ever had it. And to me, it tastes like homemade ice cream. You know, like when you make ice cream yourself and it's like yes. watery. Yeah. Which is why I don't like it. I think I, lo- I love Bluebell ice cream. My so loves it. I have family from Texas that would always bring it to us when they'd come up because it's it's hard to get up here in Illinois. But I have family from Texas and they would bring it up because it's pretty it's it's much more common there and it's so good. I don't know what it is, but like compared to like the the typical brands like your your Briars, your I'm trying to think of like other common brands like comparatively. Yeah, like compared to a lot of the brands, like I don't think like I think it's better, but it's maybe just my taste buds. Like, so I should I should like preface my statement with the fact that I don't like their vanilla because vanilla tastes to me like you made it in your fucking garage. I I don't think I've ever had straight vanilla, but very good. Like I love their mint shape ice cream. I do not like their vanilla. It just bores me to death. I think it tastes like fucking water. I think we have a whole episode to make about how I think vanilla ice cream is probably one of the best like ice cream flavors that you can make. Oh god, but. Vanilla over chocolate or strawberry. Again, whole other episode. So anyway, so I'm going to throw out my last one here really quick because I've been hunting through some lists because I don't really have a good one. And I don't know how well known this place is, but I know right before I left Iowa, they got one of these. And now we have them all over the South and I don't go often enough. And so it's underrated to me and that's Freddy's. Okay. I've had Fred, I've, I've had it before. It's not a common thing like in Illinois. Um, I think if you were going to compare Freddy's to something, it is very similar to Culver's in my mind, mm-hmm. which I also think is underrated. And so I would kind of pair those together. I would say Culver's Freddy's underrated as my number. As three. I'm looking now, actually, there is Freddy's in Illinois, and I just I've never had it in oh, Illinois. Bro, oh, it's in Frankfort. It's in Frankfort. So, it's in Homewood. It's in Orland Park. It's all okay. Apparently, it's all over the place, just northeast of me. But I've never had it in Illinois. I think the only time I had it, we had, we played a baseball tournament in Iowa, um, or not Iowa, Indiana, um, and we had it there. And that's the only time that I can remember having it. But it was really good, from what I remember. I think Culver's is overrated personally, but I think Freddy's is probably underrated. So I think they're very similar, which is probably why you think that, because you don't really care about Freddy's and you do about Culver's, and maybe that's why you think that. Probably but the other one that I would have to throw out that I think is probably underrated, but it is not like underrated in the sense that like people don't like give it enough credit and i think that's portillo's because we're going to talk about your list probably here soon and i'm going to transition into the chicago theme and portillo is over port okay i could do a whole episode about how portillo's is the most fucking overrated pile of shit in the world portillo's portillo's is good don't get me wrong but any mom and pop shop that you go to that serves Burgers, fries, hot dogs, or Italian beef, it's better than Portillo's. So here's the thing. Portillo's fast okay. food, not mom and pop, right? I fast food. To, to me, the so like in our area and where we live, which is like the Joliet area, most of the mom and pop shops are fast food. Like it's just you you walk you either walk to the window or it's a drive-through or it's it's I like to go. I'm connecting fast food with chain. Okay. Because mom and pop doesn't fit that definition to me. That's but fair. That being said. The, the hardest thing to find in the planet outside of, which is hilarious because Chicago doesn't even really give a fuck about them, is Chicago dogs. Like Chicago. Yeah, no, I. Hot dogs. I didn't know Chicago style hot dogs were a thing until I was like 19. Like, I, I, I eat hot dogs the way that I eat them, which is I either eat them with just ketchup if I'm just eating a hot dog, or if I'm getting fancy, I'll go um, like hot dog, cheese, and bacon. But otherwise, I just eat them like I don't so, eat hot dogs. Speaking of like 
of Chicago style hot dogs before I pass it off to you for your for your list because you've got to do yours eventually. There's this tiny hot dog stand that sits outside of a, a bar that I didn't even know existed in an alley in Arizona. And I can't even remember what it's called, so it's not even worth me going down that chain. But there was this tiny little hot dog stand outside, and they had a sign that said Chicago Dog on it. And we are like, holy crap, we don't see those anywhere. And so one night we were out drinking, and we got them. And they have phenomenal Chicago-style hot dogs at this tiny little fucking stand outside this bar. So shout out to them. In non-COVID times, I'm going to come see them again, 100%. Me? Okay, so now, that, real briefly before you're talking about it, I went to Nashville with my wife and one of our friends and her boyfriend at the time, and we were waiting in line to get into this bar in Midtown, and there was a hot dog stand outside, which had the best fucking hot dogs that I have ever had in my entire life. Maybe it's because I was shit-faced from probably drinking since like noon, but it was hands down the best tasting hot dog that I've ever had. And it was a random cart in front of Rebar in Nashville. If you guys have ever heard of it, it's a it's a bar. It's one of those gaming bars that has like a bunch of arcade games inside. Oh. And then outside it's got a lot yeah, of it's got like bags, it's got cornhole, it's got cornhole, it's got horseshoes, it's got a bunch of different games. But those were literally the best hot dogs that I've ever had in my life. Dude, speaking of, shout out to my, my buddy Devin Quaid in fucking Iowa. But when I used to go and drink in Dubuque with him, because Dubuque, he's from there, and he was my roommate in college. And they have just a, a really, really fun party scene. It's not like a club scene, but they just have a really fun like bar scene in Dubuque. And so I'd go out there and drink with him and uh, his buddies, and they had another hot dog like food truck there, too, like that was only open at like 2 a.m. That was super, super freaking good. But we, we could talk about drunk food stands and shit like that. When, whole, episode. whole episode. Yeah. So let me get your list. Underrated restaurants or fast food restaurants. Let's see. All right. So number three for me is Dairy Queen. The actual food at Dairy Queen is so underrated. The, like, chicken tenders at Dairy Queen. That's about it. Chicken tenders. They give you the gravy. You don't even have to fucking order it. They give you the flour gravy, the white gravy. Oh, so fucking good it's and nobody talks about it and we could probably talk a whole topic about this part of my life too but i was in a different country and i had dairy queen and it was the worst shit i've ever had my fucking life is this when you were deployed yeah i well uh, yeah basically but either way like dairy queen is not good outside the united states so do not go to a dairy queen i 100 believe that i just wanted something that tasted like home and I went to a Dairy Queen, and it was horrible, so bad. It's so good though. Like did the even little things on the, good. like little like. Do you remember Dairy Queen? You said these like shrimp. They like have like the sh- like the little I fried shrimp. Like even that shit was good. <laughs> I do not. Remember. I can't believe I ever ordered shrimp from a Dairy Queen in my life, but I have, and it was delicious. Um, but yeah, it's just I think it's really underrated. I think like. Nobody talks about Dairy Queen. Like Dairy Queen ice cream, I think is probably pop- properly rated. I think Blizzards are probably overrated, arguably. But like they have really other, like other really good stuff on their menu. Um, if I were to go for like my number two, Firehouse Subs. No, when you talk about sub places, everybody talks about Subway. Everybody talks about Jimmy John's. Everybody talks about Jersey Mike's. Firehouse Subs, fucking blows them all out of the way. It's the only sub restaurant that I will willingly go to. So here's like, the thing for me. My town got a firehouse subs for a while and I don't like toasted subs. 
Oh, I love toasted subs. Which is the subs. story of Firehouse subs. Yeah, I only I eat. Not like Firehouse subs. I only eat toasted subs. They're so it's their like their barbecue beef and cheddar. I lived off of that when I worked at one of my old jobs, which I'm sure we'll talk about previous jobs that we've had too compared to our current jobs. Yeah. But like, I lived off of Firehouse. Everybody would be like getting Chipotle every day or Panda Express, like some of the other restaurants that were really close to us. I lived off of these fucking roasted, like these toasted barbecue and cheddar subs. They were so good. But even just like, if you look at the other stuff on their menu, like just their basic subs, even their non-toasted stuff, like it's cheaper than going to Jimmy John's or Jersey Mike's or it's like arguably like the same price as Subway. And the quality to me tastes so much better. Dude, because you brought this topic up, we're definitely going to have to bring up overrated restaurants. Oh, that's restaurants or fast food in another job. That is down next week's episode. <laughs> All right, let's get number one. All right. This is going to be controversial based on the conversations that I've had previously about it. I think that McDonald's is the oh, most oh underrated fast food restaurant Dude, you, out okay. there. Because you just said that, I need to Google this. There are, are you... 40,000 McDonald's in the world. There's no way that that's overrated or underrated. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. So McDonald's, right? When you think of a, a burger, you don't think of McDonald's, right? No. Exactly. But McDonald's burgers are one of the best-selling burgers in the entire world. I, when I crave... Mc... Yeah. But <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why it's underrated. Nobody craves a burger and then wants to go to McDonald's, but you crave McDonald's cheeseburgers and you want to go to McDonald's. Also, when people think of McDonald's, they think of McDonald's breakfast and their, their burgers and stuff as entirely separate entities, but you have to consider them as the same thing. McDonald's breakfast is hands down the fucking best hungover fast food. food it's the best hungover breakfast in the entire world. It's the best fast food breakfast in the entire world. Close Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, close second, very underrated. We could talk about that in an underrated breakfast Except episode. People go out on Saturdays and they want their Chick-fil-A breakfast on Sundays. I, the number of times I've craved Chick-fil-A on a Sunday, it's impeccable. Um, but people talk so much shit about McDonald's food and what it does to your stomach and what it does to your insides. McDonald's, for what you're paying for, they – they deliver on the promise of here's a $1 burger. It's not going to be phenomenal, but it's going to get you over. It. It's going to get you through what you need to do. Their fries are hands down. Nobody can tell me there's a better fry out there. McDonald's fries are the fucking greatest Arby's. fries. No. Arby's curly, fr Arby's curly fries are delicious. They're not better than McDonald's French fries. They are 100% better. If you want a French fry, if you want just fried potato, and salt, McDonald's French fries beats everybody out. I think sweet potato fries are better than regular French fries. I think tater tots are better than French fries. But purely from a French fry perspective, McDonald's wins. Of like fast food restaurants, they're better than Burger King. They're better I than Checkers. This, and that's uh, like Carly gets migraines. And the two things she craves when she gets a migraine are Dr. Pepper, specifically McDonald's, because McDonald's, McDonald's has, the, has the best fountain drinks. And that was my next point. And that's that's a fair point. I will accept that one. 
And then their French fries. She loves their fucking French fries. So McDonald's has specific formulas for all of their soft drinks, which is why people crave their soft drinks compared to others because they have specific formulas for the company from the companies that make the theirs. Formula is probably just like fucking more sugar. Yeah, pretty much. They put sugar. So I don't know if this is still true. Full disclosure. Don't sue me, McDonald's. When <laughs> I worked at McDonald's, I was told again. This was when I was sixteen. So almost 10 years ago at this point was when the fries are frozen before they're sent to the restaurants, they're coated in sugar, which is part of what makes them taste better. But their fries compared to other fries that are out there are the best fast food fries. If you're specifically wanting like a typical French fry, their breakfast is elite. I don't care what anybody says. Their breakfast, you can get pretty much whatever you want. If you want something sweet for breakfast, they have the cinnamon rolls, which are regional, I guess now. Some of, them still, regional, yeah. some of them still have them, some of them don't. But even just like the McGriddles. If you want something like you can get the hotcakes and sausage. You can get oatmeal. You can get like the dollar sausage and McMuffins. You can get the sausage and egg McMuffins. You can get them with ham. You can get them with bacon. You can get those fancy fucking sandwiches that they have that have like the ham, bacon, and sausage on them. Like Dude, you I can will not deny that I think that McDonald's breakfast is, from a fast food standpoint is the best. It's I think McDonald's everything else makes me fucking sick. <laughs> My one argument to the McDonald's breakfast being the best Taco Bell used to offer the breakfast crunch wraps with the country gravy on them. So I it was Taco Bell breakfast. Taco Bell breakfast <laughs> is underrated as fuck. So it literally, so it was the crunch wrap, which was the hard tortilla, soft tortilla, hash brown egg sausage and it used to have the white country gravy on it and it was so good dude speak of the devil fuck taco bell now i yes no like it's to be they got rid of the quesarito i don't even care about the fucking quesarito it's i care about the yes, potatoes They're, those are coming back are they for real yes i um i want to say in april but they they had like a whole thing about it I literally it's will never go there again well. because of the fact that they got rid of them. Oh, as of March 11th, they're already back. They're already <laughs> yeah, back on the fine. menu. I have no problem with Taco Bell. But no, I was, so that was one of the few things that I like from Taco Bell. I always get the quesarito, no sour cream because I don't like sour cream and I don't like a lot of vegetables. If anybody watches this podcast for an extended period of time, you'll learn that I'm a fucking super picky eater. I eat like the least amount of foods of anybody you know. Um <laughs> But the Fiesta potatoes were something that I always enjoyed. The, any of the burritos that they had that had potatoes on them, I liked. And then the quesaritos. But they got rid of fucking all of that. But the potatoes are coming back. The quesarito, I guess you can still get if you order ahead. But let's be real here. Are you ever thinking an hour beforehand that you want Taco Bell? Dude, or are you Bell drunk man. in an Uber and you go, Almost holy shit, Taco Bell? Always a drunk food for me. And I don't think I've eaten Taco that. Bell sober in my life. Dude. So first of all, underrated restaurants, uh, if we're going to talk about that in terms of fast food because we're talking about Taco Bell right now. Is Taco John's being underrated compared to Taco Bell? I don't think I've ever had it. So Taco John's is fantastic, and it was one of my favorites until I got food poisoning from there, and I was in the hospital because of the food poisoning that I got from there. Jesus. I don't like it anymore, but uh, I think most people in the Midwest would, or in Iowa would say that Taco John's is cash. Um, the only like the only taco fast food place I've ever had that wasn't Taco Bell was um, 
Del Taco. Del Taco. Yeah. When I went to visit Dane, we got it a couple times. Um, on Nevada, and it was pretty. It was decent. I don't think it was better than Taco Bell. I have to say, my second favorite thing at Taco Bell though is Doritos Locos Tacos, just because I'm a fat ass, and my drunk food Facts. is exactly that: Fiesta potatoes, Doritos Locos Tacos. So, I think the best drunk food experience I've ever had is Taco Bell. Two steak quesaritos, no sour cream, and an order of the nacho fries when they had them. Their fries. I don't. Did you ever have them? They were so fucking good. They're not like they're not like normal fries. They have like <coughs> excuse me. They have like a taco seasoning on them. So they have like a I don't want to call it spice. <coughs> excuse me again. Um they don't have it like a uh, like a taco flavor to them, but they have like a special seasoning on them. They're really, really underrated. I think they were so good. And they served them with the nacho cheese. Because you just said that, I know that you would love Taco John's. I'm so probably. Taco John's sells potato Olays as their number one side. And you should Google this right now because they're basically like. Are they like disc, potato wedges? They're like disc tater tots. And you said tater tots are fucking fire to you. They're they disc are. tater tots with like Mexican seasoning. Like Holy shit. So good. And they come with nacho cheese. So they're just. I was going to say the, the, delicious. the fucking picture that I pulled up was them with cheese and bacon on top of them. I'm all right. Uh, trip to Iowa. Uh <laughs> Those those look, they would cause havoc to my insides, but those look delicious. So good. But anyways, back to the original point. McDonald's is the most underrated fast food restaurant because people talk so much shit about them. But for the, the price. Okay, so here's the. What's, the, what's the reason? The reason here's is. Your bottom, line. your bottom line is that it's a good food for cheap, right? Yes. For me. I could get a better food for a little bit more money and it's not going to make me feel like absolute ass. But like Every what? Every time I've ever had a I feel like shit. Dude, you know one of the weird things is like probably the, one of the most underrated to me, but it's probably not that underrated, is Arby's. Arby's? Okay, yeah. No, I can see you the know, argument there. much more money and I fucking love Arby's. It's like my road trip food. I go get some Arby's with some jalapeno poppers. Carly introduced me some bronco berry sauce that I think is okay. She fucking loves the shit doesn't matter either way Arby's slaps i love arby's and it is right up there with me in the underrated category so if so if we were to talk about like our spouses like jess is probably her favorite like road trip food is subway because you can eat it like two hours later and it still tastes exactly the same as when you got it i need to save my conversation about subway for the overrated category all right um so next episode which we record right after this one is fine um but no, like, honestly, like I do think, I think most sub shops are underrated or overrated. Sorry. Um, we'll probably talk about that in another episode. Um, but like I, another one that if I were to like to include like an honorable mention, like one that I think is right there, Burger King. As so under or over? Under. So yeah. Burger King. Better than McDonald's. That's fair. Um, you're wrong, but that's fair. Um, but like I, so I never thought when I was younger, I hated Burger King. I don't like frame, like flame broiled burgers. So like Portillo's burgers, we were talking about Portillo's earlier. Like their burgers are broiled. I don't like them. They have like a burnt taste to them, which I just don't enjoy. Um, and that's how Burger King's burgers are. And so I never thought I'd really like them. I, it was probably like a month or so. Actually it was the last, it was when I got my first COVID shot. 
my parents were like, hey, pick up food on your way. Go to Burger King. They have a dollar menu now. And I was like, wait, really? And so, yeah, I went there. I got like 12 fucking bacon cheeseburgers. And it was like $15 for the whole order. And it was actually really fucking good. I was like, this is a lot better than I remember this food being. The funny thing is they're Burger King. And the one thing that I really love there is their original chicken sandwich. Yes. Because it's like. Their chicken slaps. Super good. I love that sandwich. Even like the. Chicken mayo lettuce bun. The chicken. Even like the chicken fries. Like I'd rather the chicken fries over like most restaurants. Chicken. Like chicken. Um. Chicken nuggets. Oh, yeah. 100%. I don't know what the fuck they do to those things. Magic. Delicious. Another thing that's underrated. It's not shaped like that. I don't know if you have that. one of the Wendy's that offers it, 50 chicken nuggets for $10. That is dumb. It's dumb, but it's amazing. Oh, speak of the devil. And I will give you this one credit right now for McDonald's is they just brought spicy nuggets back. Yes. So good. So good. Another thing that Burger King is underrated about, they have fucking, you can get like 20 nuggets there for like two bucks. Yeah, cheap. It's like they're a dollar. They're better than McDonald's. As somebody who. McDonald's spicy nuggets are better than Burger King nuggets. McDonald's regular nuggets are worse than Burger King nuggets. We're going to do a whole episode now where we go get chicken nuggets from various places and try them on camera. Like, I, I probably overall don't disagree with you. Like they're probably pretty close, but I think I, I firmly think that McDonald's is probably the most shit talked restaurant in the entire world. But for, for the price that they offer product at, I don't think you can beat that. I think they have the right price. If you're willing to accept the fact that their food is not that good, which is why, but, it's, but, it, but it, but it is good. It just isn't it isn't what they market the product as. So a McDonald's cheeseburger is not a cheeseburger. It's a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yep. You have like if you were if you're craving a cheeseburger, you're going to go to Five Guys, you're gonna go to Shake Shack, you're gonna go to somewhere else, like a real restaurant and get a cheeseburger. If you want McDonald's though, nothing is gonna hit the spot like McDonald's does. Dude, McDonald's caters to three categories of people. People that are in a hurry, people that are poor, and people that have like kids and they need convenience food. Like you just described two of the three things that are fit that fit my my lifestyle. <laughs> All but the last one. Like it's just it's not good. It's just cheap. But it's not that bad. Breakfast is good. You have McChickens. McChicken slap. I've never thought the McChicken was that good. Spicy McChicken, add American it's cheese. Better. You could add spicy to anything on the McDonald's menu, and I'm going to at least give it another point bump up. <laughs> Fair. But, okay, okay. So also think about it. Are you rating McDonald's apple pies? Are you thinking about that when you think about McDonald's? You know what I do? Are you like thinking about their ice cream, their chocolate chip cookies, their McFlurries? It's only fucking broken after 10 p.m. because they're cleaning it. Get off my ass. Their coffee, McDonald's coffee, criminally underrated. I don't agree. I agree 100%. If we're going to talk about underrated coffee, let me tell you. Actually, what I used to think is, as a young adult was overrated and now I think is underrated is Pike Place Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll, I, I think so. Coffee in the world, and now I love it. 
now that you have like tasted dark roast and you you know like what good coffee tastes like, you go back to some of the Starbucks stuff and you're like, okay, I get it. Which is the reason why I actually now only buy Costco uh, bean coffee, like whole bean coffee, because Starbucks produces it. Yeah, and I can get it wholesale at Costco. So my place cheaper. We'll we'll probably do a whole episode again on coffee, but. Jess definitely prefers like the lighter roast coffee, whereas I prefer the dark roast coffee. Jess has her brands. I have my brands that I prefer, um, but I'm I'm definitely a dark roast guy. I'm more of a flavor guy. Like for me, for coffee, I don't necessarily need it to be something that's overly caffeinated. Like light roast has more caffeine. Dark roast doesn't have as much caffeine. Um, but for me, like flavor is more important. And so I definitely prefer like the darker roast, like the more flavorful, robust kind of coffee and that's definitely a conversation for another episode (laughs) all right guys well we've been talking for a little over two hours at this point so let's wrap it up here um anybody who happens to watch these episodes and you know fulfills mine and kyle's dreams of being uh podcast hosts that make a lot of money um we thank you guys any you know any of you guys who took the time to watch this whole episode or even if you watch parts of this episode and happen to catch the end we really appreciate you guys all tuning in here Um, We appreciate you guys sitting through our bullshit. And um, if you guys have any ideas for things that you want to talk about or things you want us to talk about in the future, leave them in the comments. We'll definitely, you know, consider all of that. We have each of us have a a list that's plenty long about different topics to talk about. Um, But we'll definitely, you know, any fan suggestions that we do get in the future, we'll definitely consider all of those. Um, We just want to thank you guys for kind of, you know, letting us bullshit for a couple hours, have a few drinks, enjoy ourselves a little bit. You know, it definitely forward, we probably will not have two and a half hour long podcasts. It'll probably be more like an hour where we're we'll, just covering hey, topics. We'll cut them at hour and a half. I think hour and a half is probably like an, a happy medium. No longer than. That way we can keep the audience from being super bored after. Hey, it. no promises. This is kind of like two podcasts in one. You guys got, got the background story of where. Yeah, you got, you got our introduction and an episode. So this yep. is like two episodes in one. So, and really, you're welcome. <laughs> all right but yeah, thank thanks you. everybody for joining us appreciate it yeah thank you guys for checking in we are two average husbands and we will catch you guys later there we go we recorded we rec- we recorded a podcast I, I I knew for the first episode there was absolutely no way we were gonna get through with like one hour of stuff. I'll have to go through and edit it down um, to cut out some of the bullshit, but like in general.